7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hello, young lovers. It's Valentine's Day, and it's Friday. It's time to turn up tonight with Kenny Pick. Right here on Indie Media Weekly, Radio for Humans. Uh, and again... Valentine's Day 214 2020. And I couldn't be happier to have my Valentine's here with me. Well, not really. Susan's in the other room, but you guys are all right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome. Happy, happy VD Day. Uh, yeah, happy VD Day. <laughs> and <laughs> Joe Santorza, the Electric City, where you get all your batteries for Valentine's Day. Oh, I bet. Oh. <laughs> yeah, batteries. <laughs> batteries, because you buy so many battery-operated things on Valentine's Day, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> toothbrushes. Um, oh, ear cleaners. toothbrushes. I never thought of that. <laughs> ear cleaners. <laughs> oh, my. Ow. Uh yeah, so welcome to the show. I, uh, so what uh, did you guys... Uh, I, I, I know a lot of people don't really care about Valentine's Day, but Susan and I always like to do a little something. Um, did uh, Anything uh, today or anything yet to come? Um, Joe? No, nothing. I got a card. I got barbed flowers. That's well, it. That's not nothing. We're that's not nice. big on Valentine's Day. Oh. Well, well, that's not big. Uh, big. Not a big holiday but around here. The nice little gestures are nice, though. Little, so, little, little, yeah. little, little, little gestures. So, little, makes a little gesture <laughs> makes makes a big difference. Just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go. I think. Down. Can I coin wow, that? that is really romantic. Jim. Can I coin this? <laughs> can I? Can I coin the phrase? Um, a little gesture makes a big impact. Okay. <laughs> well, Stormy Daniels might have said that once. Oh, <laughs> what? yeah, uh, very little. Uh, <laughs> she tip, Aww. just just the tip. Tip, yeah. <laughs> just, is that a is that just a tip? Just just the tip. Are you gesture or a jester? <laughs> just, yeah, tip. just the tip. Tip. Uh, and okay, Rain. What about you and Bobber? Val- VD Day, Valentine's Day. We went out last night because usually we go out the night before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And Thursday is t- traditionally kind of one of your date nights too, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. It is. I knew um, this, but <clears throat> yeah, in the past, like last year, we went out on Wednesday just because you know we're we're kind of um, cheap. But uh, we went to Mrs. K's Toll House. 
And it's a lovely old restaurant that used to be one of the original toll houses entering into Maryland. Oh, I thought you were going to say the toll house. I thought you were going to say the toll house that made cookies. That I'd be interested in. No, it's not. I'm but kidding. It's still, we went to a really cool restaurant. It was it was nice. Nice, nice. And, yeah. Uh, very and cool. then I got I just I got Bob a rose, and a card, and yes. a heart shaped box of his favorite candy, Whitman's samplers. Not Necco wafers, right? That, I thought that was his favorite candy. Okay, that is his favorite contrarian <laughs> candy, everybody. Valentine's Day, we're supposed to be romantic. Uh, yeah, so uh, so, so yeah. Su- Susan baked me uh, uh, a heart-shaped pizza tonight. And Rain, you're just going to absolutely, you're going to love the toppings she, she chose for it. Are you already nudging me? You ready? You ready? Yes, okay. Uh, she put on pickles. And uh, tuna, globs of tuna fish. I am not going to judge you. <laughs> it was mushroom and pepperoni. <laughs> oh. Do you see that, though? I respect it. Globs of tuna. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. I'm just like, globs of tuna. That sounds horrible on pizza. What was the other wow. thing? Tuna. Oh, pickles. Because yeah. at first, I almost believed you. I was like, oh, she put pickles on there. Because, you know, Kenny Picklesheimer. Oh, sure. Yeah. Pickle and Simer. tuna, because that's gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's awful. Yeah, that, that's gross. There's some globs of tuna. Uh, anyway. There's really a lot of dirty jokes I had already going on in my head that I was oh, like, nope, can't do it. Th- nope. Pickles and tuna. <laughs> We're family. You can't do that. Um, Pickles so. tuna. So, but yeah, oh, mushrooms. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. When it's... I make tuna salad, mm-hmm. I will I will dice up some pickles and put yeah. them in there. Yeah, me too. So, um, but the thing is, uh, uh, she also cut the pepperoni into hearts. Oh wow! We got a picture of it off the off the. Okay, that's wow. really sweet, isn't it? That is, that yeah. is going above and beyond. Yeah, so she Irrelia. went. She went to. I think so. Uh, she went to uh, B A Sweetie, the big candy warehouse near us, and she got me the '70s Happy Candy Grab bag from the Groovy Candy Collection, and I will. I will tell everybody what's in there later on in the show. And I'll eat one live on air. Okay? <laughs> okay. So, it's a stunt. It's a... No. Um, <laughs> what is 70s groovy candy? Are you are you curious? Do you want me to tell you what's in the bag right now? And then I then am you, candy curious. Then, I really am. Then listeners, listeners, I will let listeners decide. Here, let me let me open up this bag. I'm candy Boy. curious. Ah. All right, hang on. Okay, here it is. What a sexy this is for you. this is what we got. <laughs> let, me, let me dump this out here. All right, all right. There's all the candy. Okay, so let's go through it one by one. We have. A box of the original Grape Heads. I don't think that's 70s. I think Grape Heads came around in the 80s. I'm not I sure. I think they were the 80s, too. Lemon Heads were definitely 70s. But the, you know, uh, they're probably not even made by the same... Co- oh, Ferrara. They're still still the Ferrara candy company? Yeah. Um, okay. We got in a roll of Smarties. Of course. 
There's a roll smart. See, that's that's. I'll do all the. Uh, Love smarties. Rainbow gum, which a nice four pack of rainbow gum. That's okay. good. I have no affiliation with that. That sounds like a really dirty candy. Oh, <laughs> I just yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Um, oh, this is this is some bullshit. I didn't get a jawbreaker. I got a jaw buster. <laughs> okay. And then an how big is it? Um, not that big. Uh, it's uh, I don't know. And then there's an unlabeled yellow jawbreaker there. Uh, well, I'm sa- trying to save the best for last. Be oh. very careful with unlabeled jawbreakers. Yeah, yeah definitely. Just uh. I mean, how am I going to know what how much cholesterol is in it, or if it's gluten free without anything on the wrapper? Pretty sure it's gluten free. <laughs> uh, what if it's made in a facility that also processes peanuts? Well, <laughs> okay, uh, boomer. <laughs> uh, I got some Spider Man Spider Man candy <laughs> sticks, formerly known as candy. What, Joe? They were they were now now candy sticks candy used spiders. to be called they used to be called no they used to be called candy cigarettes can't do that anymore so really yeah candy sticks uh-huh. candy cigarettes yeah. but they're called they're named after Spider Man um well that it's the same company who makes all the candy sticks this one just happens to have Spider Man on the packaging it's a licensing oh. thing so okay uh, but they they're they're the same as the candy cigarettes from the seventies all right a pack of six lits I don't know if anybody remembers those those are delicious. I love those. There's a lot of stuff in here. Um, oh, a piece of Laffy Taffy, and it's cherry, not banana. The accursed banana Laffy Taffy. That stuff is wretched. I like the, I like oh, the banana. Oh, dear Lord. Um, okay. I got a, a Getz Caramel Cream in there. Love those. Still love them. One of my personal favorites, okay. and I don't know if it's going to work with my um, crowns, but a bit of honey. <laughs> Uh, also, oh, wow. also, I don't know if it'll work with my crowns. A sugar daddy is in there as well. So, uh, and sugar then daddy. candy necklace. Yeah, candy that, necklace. That, Love that name is so inappropriate. Candy necklace or sugar oh, well, daddy? It, it, are they pearl colored? <laughs> I don't know. Ask sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um. And all right, and then I got two apple flavored zots, Z O T Z, zots. Oh, Bob might know those. Um, a pack of what's the candy that turns into a gum? Razzles. Uh, got a couple now, of razzles. That's the eighties too, wasn't it? No, that was seventies, seventies and eighties. And oh, okay. the one that I might eat on air, everybody. Any guesses as to what this is? Uh, a beanbag? No, those those are the ones that are those the ones that explode in your mouth? Yes. Well, they well, <laughs> again, phrasing here. Um yeah, they're pop rocks. <laughs> they're pop rocks. See? <laughs> so yeah. Phrasing. Pop rocks. So, yeah. <laughs> the, the, they those do. things that yes, explode they in your do. mouth. Well, it's one of the things that does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Who would have thought? What a what a what a you know it's a seventies candy collection because there's all there's so many implications. There's so many, so much innuendo with seventies products. You know, just like we played the Ball Buster commercial the, uh, on Tuesday. <laughs> You're a Ball Buster. Imagine that. All right, so I'll, I'll eat Pop Rocks later on the show for everybody, so you can hear it. I'm moving everything else out of the way, clearing clearing a space. Only Pop Rocks remain. Um, <laughs> uh, one time when I was a kid, uh, I don't know if Dad remembers this or not, but um, I, I was at a friend's house and they were like, "Watch this!" And they were putting Pop Rocks in in their glass of soda, and they like pop and go flying. Uh, you know, because there was that urban legend that Mikey from Life Cereal ate, <laughs> ate Pop Rocks and drank Pepsi and his stomach exploded. <laughs> you guys remember that urban legend? Did you ever no. hear that? No? Joe, did you ever hear that one? No. 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 Yeah, oh, that was a huge one. Mikey from Life died from... Uh, the, all. Uh, every, uh, that I thought that was true for like 10 years. Until like there was an article where they interviewed Mikey, you know, because he was coming back as an adult to be the spokesperson for life cereal again. And then that whole, everybody was like, Oh, I guess that wasn't true. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that was a big, uh, that was a big thing. But anyway, so my, my friend showed me how to do this. And then I showed my dad at home. I, we poured a little glass of pop and I put some in and I felt horrible because I put him in and he was looking over it and I didn't tell him they'd go flying and they put him in the glass and they like shot him right in the face and he was like ah! <laughs> so all this candy shrapnel hit him in the face <laughs> sorry dad <laughs> wow. um yeah i mean I kill your father well it was patricide <laughs> no Attempt, that, that's... attempted patricide no not true so uh but i don't know if he remembers that but yeah so i did it but yeah i'll have some pop rocks later on the program uh, also later in the show, I'll, I'm sorry, we'll, we'll get actually into actual turn up the night stuff here momentarily, but, um, later in the show, um, I'm going to show everyone a picture. It will be the show art. So podcast listeners, actually, this will be an advantage. You'll get to see the, the show art before everyone else does. Well, technically not really. No, you won't. Everybody else will have seen it first. But um, you'll see. Actually, uh, never mind. So yeah, we're gonna. Uh, I'll, I'm gonna show you this photograph. It is amazing artwork, uh, and uh, it it could be yours. Could be yours. Vintage collectible artwork. Beautiful stuff. But anyway, um, yeah. So let's go ahead and get into the news. So guys, uh, is slow news week. Well. Let's get a, get to the Bill Barr stuff because uh, apparently, you know, I, I I think I can speak for everybody here and probably our listeners is that we probably trust Bill Barr about as far as you know a two <laughs> uh, as far as a two year old without bones could throw him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so as far as I could, as far as I could trust Keith Richards in a pot store. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Actually, also true. These days, you probably could trust Keith Richards in a pot store. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. I I, I, <laughs> no. Over Bill Barr? Uh, but anyway. Well, it's a different circumstance. But, yeah. You know. It's, it's a lot less dire circumstance with Keith Richards. Right. So, 
now Barr, it, he's out there saying that Trump's tweets make his job impossible to do. Who's buying if that only, line of bullshit? If only that were true. Oh yeah, if it was impossible for him to do his job, as if, <laughs> as in job, not yeah. having it that. to do. <laughs> I see. Well, when he please, when he please keep tweeting. When he said that, I I tweeted um I tweeted I was ex- kind of excited because I had almost two hundred likes on a tweet. Oh, nice. When he tweeted that, I tweeted to Oliver Willis, narrator. Trump's tweets are making it impossible to cover the crimes that Barr is committing at the behest of his boss. And that's really what he was saying. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. Oh, my God. It's, that sums it's, it up ne- neatly. Yeah. Brilliant. And Wait. anybody anybody trying to say that, oh, he did. And, and actually, watching the news today, and Joe, I'm not sure if you watched the news today. I watched for a couple of hours this afternoon. It Up until... Up until the McCabe case broke, which we'll hear, I'm sure we'll talk about that later, nobody was buying it. None of the pundits, none of the reporters, like even reporters were like, well, we'll see what he, we'll see. This seems very strange. But really, nobody was buying it. And and, and a lot of people still aren't. Mm -hmm. I really do believe he said exactly that. He would not have said that if he didn't have tacit permission from Trump. You know, I he wouldn't, I, he wouldn't have said that. Yeah, I, I that's the thing. This is the, the I don't believe it. I think this is some kind of I think it's some kind of just it, it just looks like a typical creepy maneuver out of this administration. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree. I mean, I, I, I think that with all the stuff that happened all this week with the whole Roger Stone mm-hmm. and and the sentencing guidelines and then Barr saying it needs to be lowered and then and then the Justice Department saying that they didn't really do that when they really did that and an awful lot of people including Republicans were calling for Barr to resign mm-hmm. this is some kind of very flaccid really flaccid attempt to to cool the cool the the, the to try to turn the fire down because everybody knew what was going on and it's still going on. They're just trying to change the subject or, or try to fool people. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can totally yeah. see that. Uh, There's but, a lot of theories going around, but you know, I, I think after all this time, he's there almost a year. Uh, after all he's done, how can you believe him? Oh, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. This is the guy who made the Oliver North prosecution go away. And put his thumb on the scale when the when the uh, Mueller investigation came out, spun it for, yeah. for yes. weeks before we could actually read it. it. Exactly. I mean, I don't believe any of it. And so mm-hmm. you're right. There are a lot of theories going on out there. I don't blame myself for having a theory. I really do believe that he. this is like his way of... Because here's the thing. Trump does not listen to people. He listens to television. He listens to mm-hmm. news reports. And I think this was his way of literally saying, stop tweeting. Yeah. I can't cover the crimes you want me to commit because you're screwing it up. 
Well, here is, you know, speaking of Trump listening, just, you know, listening to the TV. Well, I wonder what he'll think when he hears this, because, again, I don't, be- none of us here believe uh, Barr at all. We don't believe Trump. We don't, be- you know, we know we believe Trump is going to do something fucked up. We do know that. But apparently, I mean, Lou Dobbs is one of Trump's favorite people, right? And this is Lou Dobbs on his show uh, from, I don't know, yesterday or today. This president is doing something that Americans are just, frankly, not used to. He is keeping his promises that he made as a candidate for the office he holds. He is also expressing himself fully, freely, and directly to the American people without going through the sage intermediaries of the national left-wing media. Uh, And, you know, it's just, I I guess I am so disappointed in Bill Barr, I have to say this. You know, it's a damn shame when he doesn't get what this president has gone through and what the American people have gone through and what his charge is as attorney general. And by God, if he's going to complain, I just want to endorse everything you said. Those are all things to complain about. But where the hell is the report? Where the hell are the indictments? Where the hell are the charges against what? the corrupt, the politically corrupt, a deep, deep state, state within deep the state. Justice Department, <laughs> the FBI? Oh my God. And why in the hell aren't we hearing apologies from someone in that rancid, corrupt department about what they permitted? Because they had to have enablers by the dozens to pull off what they did. The 26 names that we we can go through on the FBI and the uh, Justice Department. I, I, but then yeah, to hear this this, sec, this this attorney general complain about this president who's fighting every one of those damn people to do the right thing and to get this country straightened out. And it's his mission to do so. Here's not the best. to carp about his boss. And by the way, I don't want to hear any crap about an independent Justice Department. This Justice Department, as that does exists. everyone, works for the president. Oh, no. <laughs> I, Not actual justice. <laughs> well, gee. Let's, what the hell? Let's unpack some of that. Let's see. <laughs> you got a bullshit shovel there? Yeah, we got to unpack some of that. Uh, first of all, um, the Justice Department, first of all, let's, let's talk about how the Justice Department is supposed to be designed. It's supposed to be designed that, yes, the Justice Department um, works for the administrative branch. And the head of the administrative branch is the president. It works in the administrative branch, not for. Please right. forgive me for correcting but, you. And it's direct. But but the point that it would carry out a president's general agenda. Yes. As everyone, every administration's Justice Department does. Uh, Obama's did it with police reform and things like that. However, <laughs> the president doesn't direct the day-to-day prosecutions and the day-to-day uh, handling of cases. That's Those are line prosecutors. Right. Even the attorney general doesn't get involved with that. I was just going to say that, too. Mm-hmm. Te- right. Technically, the attorney general shouldn't be doing that. So, you know, I mean, so let's – right there, the, this Justice Department does not work for the president. Yeah, the Justice Department no, will take his, on his the, lawyers do. It'll take on the character 
of the agenda that in general. But mm-hmm. this this thing where the president's going to say, okay, this one gets prosecuted, this one does not, this one gets a sentence. This was a, that's that doesn't hasn't happened since the last attorney general that went to jail. Oh, would that be Halderman? No, Halderman oh. wasn't an attorney general. You're, I'm talking about Mitchell. Okay, that's who I meant. I meant Mitchell. I meant that Nixon guy. I'm sorry, I I get them confused. Yeah. But yeah, he went to jail. Yeah, Mitchell went to jail. Well, where Barry somebody, should go. Somebody's having and, a hard, and, and, hard time. And, and it's since 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 Mitchell went to jail, that's and after Watergate, they made they they made an exerted effort to make sure that the Justice Department remains independent of interference from yeah, the president know, until one, now. One of the biggest <laughs> problems with that, and I I can't remember who I heard say this. It was one of the. <clears throat> former prosecutors that we see on TV. And it was such yeah. a good point. When, when after Watergate, we put rules in place that were supposed to be followed, and they were followed for the most part. But the biggest problem with it is that they were not encoded into law. And so, well. I, I think that's a really big problem that we have. Like, all these things, like the, these these procedures that we put in place... These rules, these acts, like, you know, the Presidential Records Act, instead, mm-hmm. which might be law. But we put all these things in place, but we never legislated them to make sure that they were law. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's very little, like, uh, again, I've said this before, and I think a lot of other people have said this, but it just, it, it's mind-blowing to me how many holes we're seeing in how the executive office can run as opposed to how it should run and how it's those norms are being just chewed up and spit out like you know pop rocks well sure sure pop or, rocks or thrown rasses, in, in into a glass of pepsi yeah i mean these things were it was supposed to be this is these are the rules don't break the rules but now we have to somehow make it law don't let the rules explode in your mouth well, yes. I don't know that. I, yeah, I don't know that you can legislate that. I don't. I don't know what the, the constitutional I, boundaries are there. Uh, I don't know either. <clears throat> but there's. We have so many. But I think a fact so here, we is apparent is that much of our republic depends on the the goodwill of men and women mm-hmm. who right. are put in charge. And given the, you know, given the um, the responsibility of keeping our republic, yeah, and, yeah, and, well, and those, it's those... not codified. It's not codified at all. A lot of it depends on the goodwill of good women and men who take these responsibilities seriously. And, and we're certainly lacking that, that right now. Well, I don't think we're lacking it on the. What they refer to as the deep state, but what I refer to as the the bureaucracy, the the the, the people, the like the line prosecutors, like oh, yeah, the, yeah. the bureaucrats who who run the day to day operation of whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're I, certainly lacking. Coming, we're certainly it's, lacking you see enforcement this in, the sta- in our in our um, legislative branch. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm talking about the bureaucrat, not not elected officials. I'm talking about the people who are doing the day to day work. Sure, sure. In, in in the in the State Department, in the Justice Department, these are the people that are just keeping the ship afloat because yeah. they are dedicated to their jobs. Uh, it, it's the political appointees and 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 the corruption of the the, the Trump appointees that is laying bare the fact that much of it depended on the goodwill of the people who were given the honor and responsibility to command these these positions yeah. and to keep our republic and, and make sure these things worked. What do we do to prevent this from happening again? And so I understand what you're saying about, you know, you're not sure if I'm not sure. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a I'm not a legislator. But it, it, well, why don't we're we are seeing so many holes in the system? Yeah, why don't we? Why don't we pick up on that? What can be done? We'll start. We'll start off with that because we have more things that can be uh, talked about on this subject. But uh, I want to run to a break right now. We're going to go ahead and listen to "Truth Destroyed" because that's a song about a kid etching a heart on a desk in in middle school. That is one true love. True if destroyed, true if not destroyed. Do you know? Do you know? Understand that title, Rain. True if destroyed, true if not destroyed. I don't think I knew that. Tid, it, 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 people used to etch that in, like you know, so so and so and so and so and so forever, and then they would put T I D T I N D, and I, I didn't. And T I T I D T I N D is true if destroyed, true if not destroyed. So that's what Truth Destroyed, Truth Not Destroyed is about. It's about a kid writing, I, you know, I love this person forever and they love me forever. And it's true if you destroy this and it's true if you don't destroy it. So, gotcha. Either way. So deep, man. Logic, man. <laughs> so deep. Does it matter? And all those people are not married to one another today. So kids are dumb. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. Uh, and here, yeah, that's my Valentine's treat to everybody. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. It's your name and that of your lovers. It's your 
Kiss you in the mouth. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of the Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Happy Valentine's Day! 
This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. Yeah, and I found, I, I, I can't believe I found this. Happy Valentine's Day! Do you know who that is? Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bear, the Bubble of the Swamp. Is it the the show show or I don't uh, know? Happy Valentine's Day! That was in I don't know. That was in the White House press briefing room. Oh, that's Sean is that Spicer. Our friend Sean Spicer. Yeah, that's Sean Spicer from years ago. I just uh, accidentally I was like looking to see if I had any Valentine's Day themed clips, and it said Spicer oh Happy Valentine's gosh. Day. So there you go. So that's an old old school one. And we'll we'll find the Spicer thing on my phone and play it for everybody later too. Um, but in Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Um, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> hey. Same to you. Where Happy you Valentine's Day. He sounds so. <laughs> he sounds so. He is a weird aggressive. Man. Oh, he should have won Dancing with the Stars. No. No. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> what a what a fucking effort to get him to win, though. I mean, seriously, you need. The president of the United States to help hack a reality show for you. That you know, I just sucks. It, it just you know, we've we've lived here in Maryland now for about a year and a half and I just I remember I lived like a half a mile away from his house when I was in Alexandria. And it's mm. just weird to me. It, it it really is weird to me because it was a really nice neighborhood that we lived in. Yeah, uh, and he had he had a really humble house. Like he had, didn't have one of those huge. It was a really like uh, it's just weird. Yeah, weird to think like oh I lived that close to a that. Mm-hmm. That's bizarre. And, you know, he had neighbors, you know, that were like you know, but I don't know. It's just it's it's weird to me. Yeah, it's apropos of nothing, but. So well, let's Strange. let's get let's get back to where we left off. And uh, oh yeah, I was also reminded in the lyrics of the truth destroyed, truth, truth not destroyed. Uh, one of the lines I think is, uh, "Make a heart surround your vows, put an arrow through it." Uh, <laughs> tell uh, I think I, it's something or other. Use red ink, one two three forever. And of course, one two three forever part of the song. It's like because kids always put you know Johnny loves loves you know Janie forever for. Ever the number four ever, so this is so deep. I didn't yeah. know the song was this deep. It's really not that deep. It's about one of the most shallow things in the world. Like <laughs> it's about puppy love. <laughs> you know, it's about it's about making fun of kids who think that they understand the world when they're thirteen. You know, so which I was one of at one point. You know, so but I was kind of an old man back then too. And then you turned 14. And then I turned 14, and the whole world changed. <laughs> my voice got a little deeper that year. <laughs> I was 14 when I started writing my Joe Stool diaries. Oh. Well. Happy Valentine's Day! <laughs> Joe Stool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. You know what? I meant to tell you, I don't know if I've said this, but now you know how on Facebook you get 
um, people you might want to people you might know, people who you might want to be friends with. Mm-hmm. One of them is Joe Stool. Oh, you're stepping in stool on Facebook uh, too. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> woo. <laughs> woo. I bet he didn't age as well as that hunk of man meat bobber. No, we, no, we did not. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, because Bob, I mean, he looks, he looks like he's my age, or younger. He look, he's looking pretty good. He had me fooled. He had me fooled. So, when I first heard Joe, when I first heard you on Tim Caramel show, I thought you were, I thought you were my age or younger. Well, thank you. You got a very youth, yeah, youthful, youthful voice. Youth. These youths, yeah, <laughs> these youths. Um, but uh, yeah, well, let's get back to to where we left off because uh, you know Rain had a question, and I figured we'll we'll let Joe run with it. What 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 is to be done? Um, well, I, I did some research in our break. Yeah, and so here's what I found. So you know, I don't know. We need a constitutional uh, expert, I guess, but. Let's start with the basics. Who formed the Department of Justice? Okay. It was formed by Congress. Interesting. Okay, well, that's so, very interesting. So wouldn't Congress yeah. have oversight? Well, they do. No, they do have oversight. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. Congress has oversight over... I mean, obviously, Congress has oversight over... Um, the judicial branch because they can bring in uh, uh, impeachments. Mm-hmm. They can impeach judges. Right. Okay. Yeah. So they have oversight over. They over have oversight over the whole government. Really. Um, they have oversight over the administrative branch, obviously, because they can impeach a president. They have oversight uh, on the judicial branch. Like I said, they could impeach a judge. You know, they they can technically impeach a Supreme Court justice. So, you know. I mean, and they and and according to what I'm reading on Wiki WikiLeaks or Wikipedia, <laughs> Wikipedia, um, Wikipedia, not WikiLeaks, uh, right? No, no, I love no. WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks. I love Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, the Department of Justice uh, was um, established by the Judiciary Act of 1789 as a part-time job for one person. WikiLeaks. But, <laughs> I love WikiLeaks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Part-time job for one person. Uh, let's see. And, and just, the Justice to go through Department, the and later on, Yeah, later on, it was... It, 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 and over the years, over the hundreds of years since, uh, it's had its... Um, its job, job description changed and uh, new tasks given to it. Um... There was also, uh, yeah. let's see, in 1867, the United States House Committee on Judiciary, led by Congressman William Lawrence, conducted an inquiry into the creation of a new law department, headed by an attorney uh, general. Okay. See? And with okay. various department solicitors known as United States attorneys. And uh, then he introduced the bill in Congress to create the Department of Justice. President Grant signed the bill into law on June 22nd, 1870. So there you go. They created it. And so it was created after the Civil War. Well, it was created in 1789 under the Judiciary Act. An attorney general was established under a Judiciary Act. Um, Later on, 
it was made into a full-time job between 1830 and 1846. And 1867 uh, is when, uh, in 1868, when Grant, 1870, when Grant signed a bill that mm-hmm. came from Congress to, to, to create a Department of I suppose uh, there's, uh, unless there's a constitutional lawyer in our group there that can can tell us uh, otherwise, I can say what Rain is saying uh, could be done. I mean, they can they can uh, pass into law restrictions on uh, communications between the uh, White House and uh, the Department of Justice. I guess they can also pass re- the way I'm seeing it is they can also pass restrictions on what the attorney general can get involved with. They could make, to me, the way, this is me, they could pass a law that says the attorney general is by law forbidden to get involved, Mm -hmm. directly involved with any case that has, just to get even more specific, that any case that has, that even touches on the, you know, the executive branch. you got to, yeah. you know, it, it's just, it's kind of like one yeah. of those things where you you can't, you can't get involved. You can give mm-hmm. guidance. Could I, I don't see anything wrong with giving guidance, suggestions, but you can't get involved. Because this week, what we saw directly was Bill, Bill Barr. We've known he's been directly involved. But this has become so blatant, especially this, this past week. And keep in mind, oh my God. It's only been one week and one day since Trump was acquitted. Yeah, it, yeah. Oh, and I'm, all this shit has happened. I just, I. We'll talk about this later. This is yeah. why I feel like whoever we freaking nominate, we need to nominate somebody who's going to make sure that people vote down ticket because we have to take the Senate back. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and sorry, I, my voice just totally cracked there a second ago. Time to change. But I think, I, but I think, I think basically is what I said before the break, which is that much of what has kept our republic a republic depends on the goodwill of the people who are honored with our, uh, with us giving them the power to to. Safeguard mm-hmm. it, and when you have an unscrupulous people who only care about power, acquisition of power, get in there. We see how much of this is not codified. It's just a matter of uh, you know, it's an honor system. You, you know what yeah. I fe- feel like more and more every, every day that, and I, I understand what you're saying, and it's it's tangentially related to what you're saying. Um, but this administration and the people who support what's going on within the administration and the people who go along with the decisions, you know, whether they're bureaucrats or other elected officials, whatever, um, doesn't it feel like this is just like a revenge election or a revenge, you know, a presidency? Well, well that's what we have now. Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm saying yeah. Trump. Trump is like revenge for Obama or something. Yes. Well, look, the, Trump is the kind of we we know from his history, going all the way back to the 70s. 
in the eighties and in page six and all the all all the all the tabloids. That's all he was interested in being in the tabloids and all his that he is a vindictive, mm-hmm. uh, you know, individual. He's a SLB. vile person. He's not trustworthy. He's not honest. You know, yeah. and he has gotten away with everything. And he's he's a liar. And he's lied under oath before in civil cases, all the way back to the eighties. Yeah, uh, he, he's I... lied his ass off. He's gotten away with it all that time. Okay, so, and he's just applied his life to the government. That's and, all he's done. And yes, to me, has, what I'm, I and, to, what and just real real quick, I just want to add on, and then I'll, I'll uh, let you jump in there, Rain. Um, it, it almost seems like that's why Republicans are letting him get away with it, whether they're they're voters yes. or they're the cultists, they're you know they're you know the Ted Cruz's, the Lindsey Graham's, whatever, the Louis Gohmert's. Um, it's like. It's almost like we'll show you now for what you did to us for eight years with that black guy in the White House. It's just like, uh, we don't care. Whatever he does, we don't fucking care. We're just so fucking mad what you did to us. Yeah, we just, you know, that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like there's any logic or reason or rationality going behind, you know, support of this guy. Because mm-hmm. again, we got to stop saying. Imagine if Obama did this, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the next that's, Democratic that's president actually- is is gonna yeah. But I'm sorry, Rain. Please go ahead. No, I, I was gonna say I. That's what I thought you were talking about. Like it's it's not just about Trump. I think a lot of these guys really and it it could be so deep seated that they don't realize that it it's actually their institutional like inside institutional racism Mm -hmm. that they were so mad that we got so close to to, to, putting trump in the white house is is the next best thing to burning a cross on every liberal's front yard well yeah and i i really Mm -hmm. i hate to believe this but i just think that there is and I know you're white guys, and I know there are white guys in our, and I, you guys know, I'm not talking about you, but I just think that there is such a deep-seated fear in this country of white men and the women who love them mm-hmm. of becoming a minority, of them becoming a m- minority, because it's going to happen. Ow. That this is, it, this, mm-hmm. this black, blacklash, this backlash against Obama it's not necessarily against Obama. It really is the fact that white people are going to become a minority in this country. I said we Al because I, I said Al because I stuck myself with a push pin. By the way, oh, <laughs> no, are you okay. I, yeah, I'm okay. I just I didn't want people to think I said Al. Oh, white people are going to become a minority. Ow. I know. I know that. I know that for them it's Al. Uh, for for me, I literally drew blood. So <laughs> I really think I really think that's a big part of it. And mm-hmm. and to, to, oh, to, to the to the end where they those white people that are in power are willing to not give up that power. We we see the bill bars. We see the Trump. We see the Giuliani going to Russia and and just going over there to the Russian oligarchs. I don't think this is crazy. 
to, well, to yes, get the help that they you need know, to stay in power. I think, and maybe in that that, that psyche too, maybe Danger. this is this isn't on this isn't on quite on the surface. I wouldn't say, Rain, but to what you're saying there. It's almost like this is a last hurrah. It's revenge, but at the same, a last hurrah power play to try and fuck things up for generations. Yeah. yeah. You I know, I, I actually... I Hang on one sec, Joe. I wanted to say this. I, um, this week, Eric Bowler said something that was really blew my mind, and he said it on Stephanie Miller's show. But he said what they did to her might have set this country back 10 years before we get a female president. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at I'm looking at our primaries right now. I don't think he's wrong. And he didn't go to the the extent of where I'm going. I think that they did that what they're doing right now is just their fear and their they're it's like that it, they're throwing all hail marys. Yeah. I know that's a sports ball. No, oh, no, I just said it just myself, too. They're throwing all the Hail Marys. I'm uh, sorry, Joe. Joe, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I've had this... I had this argument with my liberal friends soon after the 2016 election. When everyone's, you know, just walking around on days saying, well, what happened, what happened? I said, what happened is pretty simple. And it's what, what Rain was just saying. People... Trump made it okay to say the N-word. Now, I know I don't mean that literally, but a little literally. Mm -hmm. He made every white person comfortable with their bigotry. Oh, 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 uh, why can't I call Chinese people Orientals? Well, you can't because that's that's not what what they're comfortable with. And why can't you be... uh, 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 you know, um, why can't you be, be nice? Why can't you be respectful to other people? Well, yeah. but it is this, it is this white fear. You're right. You're a hundred percent right. And like, I have he a, he gave, he gave, that he gave, he gave some, he, he, he said, this is okay. And geez, he's the president. He imperse he embodied what they are always feared and there's nothing like fear to motivate people that's why you see people that are living in trailer parks and are in poverty in white Mm -hmm. red states yeah okay living in poverty benefiting from the programs liberals have given them yeah right supporting trump yeah Yeah, absolutely down deep they feel the only way the only thing they feel superior in is their whiteness exactly? And that's it. I had you know a neighbor like that. You know, what's He's really that. interesting is because I agree. I so much agree with what you're saying, and I, I'm turning back to to these people that support the people in 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 Trump's orbit in in the executive branch that support what Trump is doing, like Giuliani, people who support, and Barr, people, and the people who support, I don't know, like, he went after McCabe. McCabe was actually somebody doing the right, like, the the people who are being, I don't know how to put this, the people who are being targeted by Trump, 
mm-hmm. in his administration are being targeted because they were trying to do the right thing, regardless. Yeah. Regardless of white yeah. supremacy. Yeah, yeah. So, but basically, what I'm saying is, you know, it's like Trump is vindictive about everything. Also, you know, he gave permission for other so, people to be vindictive. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And you know, but it, so, but you're right. It, it's it's the mentality behind people who are white supremacists or think they're better, you know, just because of the color of their skin or, you know, or just, you know, whatever average Joe racist, what, I, I don't know what, what, wherever they fall in the spect- spectrum of bigotry, um, homophobes, obviously we're going to be talking about that a little bit later, probably in the next segment. Um, but you know, I mean, you have a guy like Dennis Prager just today, Lamenting mm-hmm. that he's that he can't say the N word, but he he yes. uses he uses the word. Uh, I'm not going to say the word for it starts with a K for Jewish people, rhymes with Mike. Um, uh, he uh, he he's saying, oh, that's fine. He's Jewish himself, so whatever you want to use that word yourself, that's fine. But don't encourage people who aren't Jewish to start using it because that's a whole other fucking ball of wax, man. He also you know? said he also said we can't use the word anymore. Um, yeah, he says it says because the left has made it impossible to say the n word any longer. The mm-hmm. left has any the longer. left has is it because I'm fairly certain just about any African American doesn't want a white person using the n word, whether they're conservative or liberal, middle of the road, apolitical, whatever. I'm fairly certain the N-word comes out of a person who has, you know, a little, very little melanin in their skin. They're not going to be happy. So are they the left? Now, I'm not going to be happy because I don't like calling people names based on something they can't control, except for Fat Donnie and Fat Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, he can control being they fat. They could. They could control it. Um, definitely the orange spray paint, too. Um, but you know, but it's like, okay. Oh, we desperately want to use that word. Why? What benefit is it going to be other than, other than you getting your face beaten in? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, but this is what I think. It is. But yeah, I think in a nutshell, and we got to go to the break, um, get Bobber on, but I think in a nutshell, what we're dealing with now is nobody cares what he does because he is the revenge presidency that is going to set up a, a, a huge damaging blight on our history be, as, as a revenge strike because whites are going into the minority and they want to be like, no, don't forget about us. You know, it's really creepy. Yeah. It's really creepy. So, um, scary. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we're going to go to the break and get Bobber on, and uh, we'll see what happens on this romantic evening. <laughs> oh. um, I, hope, I hope that Dennis Prager got some white chocolate for Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. I hope he, I hope he you got a chocolate. You think he could eat it because it's white and I chocolate? Hope he, oh, I no. hope he got a chocolate pie myself. <laughs> so, Help. Uh, <laughs> the help. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to go to the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night with me, Rain, Joe, and Bobber coming up. 
Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. show. Happy Valentine's Day!
Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! And welcome back to the Valentine's Day edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide for all you young romantics out there. Uh, and, of course, uh, Young Romantics joining me on the program tonight, uh, Mr. Joe Santorsa, who's got his his Cupid bow and arrow ready to, uh, ready to strike. <laughs> I do, and it's going to strike on Sunday, too, because I've gotten hold of some Republican, or some, uh, some Valentines that Trump got, so uh, I'll be reading those Sunday. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, I thought you were actually going to threaten to use a bow and arrow on somebody on Sunday. Um, so, <laughs> oh, I am not a violent person. <laughs> All right. Very good. And Rain from Four Freedoms blog, who is like a box of chocolates, because you never know what kind of awesome opinion you're going to get. <laughs> I just want to know, is Joe dressed up like a Cupid? <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> No, I I have clothes on. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. And well, that dashed my dreams. A man I'm who knows. P- I'm in my PJs. Okay. And <laughs> last but not least, a man a man who knows all about the heart because he has boxers covered with them and wrote a song called The Heart. Ladies and germs, it's Der Braumeister Bobber. <laughs> oh. Hello, Bob. I fucked that up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, happy Friday. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't I can't attest to to you having hearts on boxers, uh, but I do know you did write the song The Heart, which we'll play in hour three. Oh, actually I'm I'm just wearing a diaper right now. (laughs) Oh, okay. A nappy. (laughs) (laughs) That's so sexy. Uh, it is valentine's day i don't know if we can do the last hour of the show i gotta pull it out all the stops (laughs) (laughs) pulling out all the stops no no not leave that stop in (laughs) uh this this show this show uh let me uh let me uh ask you something is um is uh, do i sound okay because i've got a new headphone with a new microphone Oh, you sound terrific, actually, now that you mention it. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. You got your regular radio voice going. Yeah, <laughs> you do. You sound better, babe. <laughs> I mean, Bob. I mean, babe. I mean, babe, Bob. Bob. I mean, okay, diaper, babe, guy. Bob. diaper guy. Diaper uh, so. <laughs> guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so happy Valentine's Day to you, Bobber. Hope you, uh, you and Rain had a nice time last night and are enjoying your uh, Whitman sampler. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah, we did have we did have a good time. It was it was uh, it was more money than I 
anticipated, but it's all right. Oh, I don't mind no. spending money on a good meal every once in a while. Yeah, yeah so, or uh, his wife. Anyway, so tonight though, I, I, I mean, I made spaghetti and meatballs for dinner he tonight. Did. Oh, he made he bowls. I got to eat some bowls tonight. Oh, it was wow. uh, it was almost like a Lady in the Tramp moment, except there was no lady, but there was a tramp. Oh, Mamma no Mia, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> what? <laughs> That was, no lady. that was my wife. That's true. Don't call me a lady. <laughs> but the That's tramp, true. the tramp was You're, the guy. You know, I heard, I heard. No, your but wife, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Three times a lady. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, these these guys that walked by, I probably told this story, but these there's these two guys that walked by, and they're so sweet. But they actually asked Bob, "So, what does your lady do?" And I what literally does your like lady do? I was like, Don't call me a lady. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's no lady, that's my I wife. Was, I mean, I was right there. They could have asked me. What is your, very nice guy. What does your lady are. do? What does your lady yes. do? My lady. Which, she does whatever she wants. But that does kind of go back to what we were talking about. And these these guys are legit. Like they're Dems, they're not. Yeah. They're not conservatives or anything. But you know, they're one of the one of them's a Vietnam vet. So I don't think what he said was meant to be a bad thing. Okay, boomer. I, I, <laughs> I don't think. What he, I don't think. I don't. Think I'm kidding. That Rain said that to me earlier. <laughs> I did say that. You know, but it, there's there is a generational shift happening in this country. So these guys said to me, or said to Bob, what does your lady do? And I felt like, ah, I'm right here. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh, you should have heard Susan going off on this woman who said she had her kittens declawed the other day. Oh, 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 no good. Susan yeah. went bonkers on her. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was awesome. She's like, you know, that's illegal in New York. I think it should be illegal everywhere. That's just a cruel treatment. It's unnecessary. If you play with your cats, they won't scratch things. And the woman was yeah, like... It is a, my mother was pissed about that. People like, don't well, realize that's like amputating your finger up to the first knuckle. Yeah. yeah. It, I was like, but Mom, this like is pulling the least your, of your fingernails. Pulling your fingernails out. And no, what happens if your cat ever like, gets outside and, you know... Yeah. It can't defend itself. I'm glad New York did that. I don't know if you've ever been punched by a cat. Doesn't hurt. Sorry, guys. It's just when they use the claws. If they don't I, use the claws, it's like it's going, like ooh. he's going to the gym now. Boom, oh boom. man, he's working the gym. Yeah, Susan shared some kind of meme the other day. It says, "I don't, so, you know, I don't um, self harm. I have a kitten." <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's true. He got me on the wrist last night. So. That'll learn me. But anyway, yeah. Um, uh, um, here we are. Valentine's Day. Having a nice time on the program. Nice time for the nice people. Um, and, uh, if, yeah. Uh, what does your lady do, Bob? <laughs> so, yeah, what's she doing there, Bob? <clears throat> so, all you listeners out there, I want you to put your comments in there. What does your dame do? <laughs> Where's uh, <laughs> And what will she do? And what do you have to do to get it? 
yeah. What's the? Oh God, what's that? Yeah, where, where does it? Where, where do your dame's getaway sticks take her? <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's what I was looking for. Getaway sticks. Getaway sticks. Uh, nice yams. <laughs> nice yams on that dame. Oh wow. Nice no. yams on that dame. I thought it was yams. Or do you, do you pronounce the G like a Y? Utes. You? Those Utes. <laughs> Those Utes. <laughs> Those youths. Uh, These youths. All right, so so um, let's uh, oh. <laughs> let's. Oh, I'm gonna eat the pop rocks now. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> um, I, I want to get into uh, the, uh, the let, let's get into the the whatchamahoosits, the um, uh, Limbaugh shit. Oh uh, well, if it's Limbaugh, it's got to be shit. Yeah. So I'm go. not going to play a jingle. I'm actually going to destroy both of my Rush Limbaugh jingles that I have. I'll, I'll archive them. I'm never going to play them again because, you know what? You don't deserve that much of my attention. You could you could play it when he dies. Oh, I will. I will, for he's, sure. He still has late-stage cancer. Do we know what stage? Oh, it, it's, it's, it's like, uh, I don't know, really super bad stage. I don't know. It's like, I'm still, I'm still very skeptical of it. Well, but it doesn't matter either way. You know, uh, uh, this guy just was awarded, not even guy, this pile of shit was given, uh, the medal of freedom at the state of the union unprecedented, right? And then yes. within a week, he starts going after Pete Buttigieg for being gay. Um, and it, pretty standard. I mean, it's not like Russia's ever changed. I think that now that he's gotten, you know, that uh, honestly, I think that giving him that Medal of Freedom just made him re- relevant again for however much longer he has to live. Because nobody yeah, he's fucking unchained. Nobody really fucking cared about him until now. But now, but you're right. You, 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 again, this is the fuck you, burn it all down, revenge administration. You know, thank you, Trump cultists and people who hated Obama um, and don't understand. Uh, you know what's good for you. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, so so Limbaugh now emboldened, fully on board to be part of this. Uh, even though he's had his doubts about Trump in the past. Um, He he says this. This is an abbreviated version followed by a comment from Jake Tapper that I really like. But then I have a longer piece on this that I'm going to play from uh, uh, Jim Shuto and Poppy Harlow. But here's uh, the first clip. How is this going to look? 37-year-old gay guy kissing his husband on stage next to Mr. Man Donald Trump. What's going to happen there? There may be some Democrats who think that's exactly what we need to do, Rush. Get a gay guy kissing his husband on stage, you ram it down Trump's throat, and beat him in a, in a general election. Really. Ram it? Having fun what? envisioning that. Ram it Buttigieg down Trump's has not Trump's responded throat. yet. Former Vice President Joe Biden defended Buttigieg, saying Buttigieg, who served in the Navy in Afghanistan, has honor and courage. We should point out Buttigieg is married to... One man. I don't even know what number spouse Limbaugh's up to. Oh! Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. 
Nice! I don't even know what uh, spouse he's up to. Oof! And that ball is hit deep to right field. It is going. <laughs> going. It is out of here. Gone! Yeah. Uh, wow. So, so I love that. But seriously, Mr. Man. Okay. <laughs> does, does Rush know how gay that sounds? Does Rush know how gay that sounds? I'm sorry. I mean... And I'm not saying that's bad. If you want to say, oh, hey, Mr. Man, I'm okay with that. If you want to talk about your Mr. Man all the live long day, that's great. Maybe, but maybe what he's saying there, there, what he's a big fat load what, of lard. What and Rush is saying there in trying to put down a gay man in turn makes it sound like he has a, 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 a crush on Trump, a physically attracted crush very is what sick. i'm saying <laughs> very so, sickening well you know, know but hey rush thought, i thought rush like young boys that's why he went to uh he goes on these international trips Ooh, to get dominican by, uh, republic yeah but uh you know yeah, and, that, and, there and is he, that but you know for the most part here what you know and i know there's not a lot of mayor pete fans out there and this is not in any way me saying that mayor pete's my guy or anything like that i don't know enough about him to say that i know a lot more about a lot of the other candidates uh not like there's a ton of them now but um but this is just about the homophobic attacks and the defense of the homophobic attacks um from other republicans we shouldn't be surprised and it's also this projection going on mr man he's all man he's so masculine well i mean oh. you know he, i mean trump did you know mr aquanet spray tan God. i'm not saying i'm not saying that those are feminine qualities but i'm saying that using aquanet in spray tan i don't think is any kind of like because when I think of masculinity, I think of somebody who is fit, rugged, uh, non, um, you know, not really super concerned about their their uh, physical appearance in the sense of you know they don't need makeup or you know a, a fine you know swirl of cotton candy on the top of their head to you know show that they're not bald. You know, I mean, when I think of masculine, a guy who's going bald, I think a guy who shaves his head. You know, I mean, yeah. that kind of stuff. It's like, I, I, and, and I'm not, and whatever you want to do to make yourself feel better or look better, whatever, that's fine. But when I think masculinity in Trump, he doesn't fit into that. I mean, what I've thought is masculine, yeah. is, you know, for, for my entire life, Trump is not that. Well, I, he, yeah, I agree. I, 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 mean, I, I, I guess I just never really thought too much about Trump in general until, you know, 2015. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, I had, then I had no choice. Yeah, so... I, I, I find it... I find the idea of, of um, making sure that... Men making sure that other men think of a certain man, whoever that man is masculine, is yeah. really weird. Oh, and, and that, tell me. That would, be, that would be like me saying, oh my God, she's so feminine. I love yeah. her femininity. And, and I, think about this. I don't do you that. Know, look I'm at, a woman. I don't do that. 
Look at look at you know some of our you know uh, look at uh, Chris Lavoy for example. Tell me he's not masculine. <laughs> you know, I mean yeah, the guy okay. he, he's he's muscle bound. He's got a big beard. Well, he had a big beard the last time I saw him. You know, um, you know he he he's active. Uh, you know, and he doesn't he he doesn't whine about shit. You know, it's like, I mean, he's a masculine man. He's gay, yeah, but he's but masculine. Here's, here's the thing. Here's here's the thing, quite honestly. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to say it again. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like women have to go around saying, oh, my God, she is so feminine. Yeah, no, I no, okay. I think it's I, I gotcha. guys to, to sit back and say he's Mr. Man. He's so masculine. Yeah, it's like it's something, and, and I guess like Bobber just said, and Joe, I don't know if you agree with this. It's it's just not something I think of. Just some somebody is they they are who they are. But if you force me to think about what I think is masculine, I'm going to say Chris Lavoy any day of the week or Pete Buttigieg uh, are more masculine than Trump. Well, that's true. You I, know? Yeah, that's well, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, but Why it's like... Why does it have to be pointed out? Yeah, well, because Republicans. <laughs> I mean, that would be like somebody saying, oh, Rain, I know you wear dresses, but you aren't really the most feminine. It, it's sort of... It, it, I, I know I'm not explaining myself. Well, no, that's, well, ni- but- that's, I li- that's nice and all, Rain, but, Bobber, what does your late woman do? What does your lady do? What does your lady do? I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean. I I was just having fun there, right? Um, No, but do you understand? Balls every day. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) I I just think it's weird. Again, there is a certain element of of the male population, and it generally, from what I see, comes from the Republican or conservative side, Mm -hmm. that they feel like they need to prop up what masculine is, what Mr. Man is, what, you know, oh, man's man, and it's it's weird. (laughs) Well, and Kat says, Kat says, Mr. Man sounds super gay, like so gay, it's gay. But well, so what he said was so freaking homophobic. It's ridiculous. It, yeah, yeah. But now this after is after he got that award. Yeah, after he got after. that award, and now you have uh, people like the little little um, squidgy headed uh, Ben Ferguson talking mm-hmm. to Jim Sh- uh, Ben Ferguson. He's a CNN contributor. Fire him. Um, but yeah, he was like the youngest conservative radio show host in the United States, like 20 years ago. And now he's not, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, see how long you can hang on to that claim of claim to fame. Um, but yeah, Jim Shudo and Poppy Harlow, uh, and there's more of the Limbaugh stuff here because it was worse than, than what we played. Shocker. I know. Uh, than what we played uh, in the in the short one. Just one week after President Trump awarded conservative radio host Rush Limbaugh the Presidential Medal of Freedom, one of the highest civilian awards in the United States, Limbaugh has carried out an attack on Democratic presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg simply for being gay. Have a listen. 
they're sitting there and they're looking at Mayor Pete. 37-year-old gay guy, Mayor South Bend, loves to kiss his husband on the debate stage. And they're saying, okay, how's this going to look? 37-year-old gay guy kissing his husband on stage next to Mr. Man Donald Trump. Oh, boy. What's going to happen there? Jesus. And they got to be looking at that. And they've got to be saying... That despite all the great progress and despite all the great wokeness and despite all the great ground that's been covered, America's still not ready. Yeah, we are. To elect a gay guy kissing his husband on the debate stage president. Yeah, yeah, we are. Oh, God. They have to be saying this, don't they? Oh, my God. Now, there may be some Democrats who think that is the ticket. There may be some Democrats who think that's exactly what we need to do, Rush. Get a gay guy kissing his husband yeah. on stage, you yeah. ram oh it down God. Trump's throat, and beat him in a, in a general election. That's the revenge thing. Really? <laughs> Having fun envisioning that. Hmm. Important to play it all there. Uh, ben Ferguson is with us, CNN political commentator, conservative radio host. You know, Ben, uh, your reaction? Look, I, I don't think it matters that he's gay. I think that the, the thing that you're talking about here is two different issues. One, is anybody going to look masculine next to Donald Trump on stage? I think the only Democrat out there would be Joe Biden. Do I think it should matter? On- okay. All right. I'm going to pause it right there. The only what? Democrat out there that's going to look masculine on the stage next to uh, uh, Donald Trump is Joe Biden. Oh, my God. Totally dodging, oh totally dodging the homophobia in the snickering and saying, Are you, I mean, Rye counted in that clip. Rush was like, he loves to kiss his husband. He loves to kiss his husband. He loves to kiss. He said it three times. It's like, and he said the classic ram it down our throats, which they always love to bring up. I have so many clips of conservatives saying, jam it down our throat, ram it down our throat. And it's like they're always just thinking about getting a big, you know, hunk of tubular meat shoved down their throat every time. Every time they're they're confronted with something they don't like that makes them feel weird, makes them feel weird. Why do you guys think you always go to that analogy <laughs> or that visual of something sliding deep down your throat? I don't well, get you it. gurgle and you can't well, fight back. You know what? If you don't get it, Joe, you should try it sometime. <laughs> no, no. It's really well, not bad. Really? <laughs> It's like, yeah, oh, no, stop, stop, stop. That was a flashy joke. I mean, okay. anyway, yeah. it just made everybody feel uncomfortable. No, no, I, I, I was looking at the comment section. Kat it says there's over 50% of the people in this country you don't give a fuck who he's married to. You oh, know? She's right. And she also says Tulsi Gabbard looks masculine next to doll hands, uh, which is true. Um, you know, I mean, you know, Everybody has testosterone and estrogen. I just find it really <laughs> disgusting that I'm so I'm honestly, I'm so sick and tired of of it's not It's just another superficial thing for people to talk about. Not sexuality, yeah, yeah. but the idea of sex, enjoying sex. And dealing and having to deal with this as a fucking subject in an election. 
Yes, it's it's, dis- it it really bothers it me. It started with Trump. About the time way back, way thanks back Marco in the day Rubio when, when when um Al Gore put his tongue in his wife's mouth. Oh well, uh, yeah, well let's and let's they let's lost their shit. Let's let's really go to where this really came from. I think we could just you know give you know serve up the award on a gold plated plate to Marco fucking Rubio right now for bringing up the size of Trump's hands and saying you know what that means right. So <laughs> that's that's where it began, and 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 so now it's like oh we have to think about. Ooh, we have to think about every aspect of a person now. I don't want that. That was never my intention. I mean, can we, you know, can we make elections like a safe space, please? I'll, I, that that's yeah. where I, that's the one safe space I'm down with. I, I will be a snowflake if we have, if need be, to not talk about like everybody's junk, please. Yes, I agree Thank with you. that. So. Anyway, um, uh, Joe, did you want to chime in on that first part before we get to the the rest? We're going to run a little bit long before we get to the Green News report. But, um, Joe, anything? Masculine? Trump? (laughs) (laughs) In the same breath? He he said that? Masculine. Well, there's more of that. There's more of that, actually, because he he keeps going back to it, just like Rush going, oh, 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 kissing his husband, oh, over and over and over and over and over. Can I I say one quick thing? Yeah, go. One really quick thing. Go. The fact that he said masculine, I find it offensive that it's masculine as opposed to feminine, and that is exactly what Republicans are doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, what, what essentially, the, and that's why what I'm I'm trying to be careful with how I'm saying this is like you know when I you know I'm just trying to think of like what has been ingrained in me as masculine features, and it's like I typically don't care, mm-hmm. but it's only it's only when Republicans start bringing this shit up that I have to think about it. But you're right, it's just it's just code. It's just like um, you know oh what's that um economic anxiety is that that it you know well, like I, I, t- you know we could settle this <coughs> maybe maybe we should have if if mayor pete is the nominee and and if and if trump is man enough to debate him which i'm not sure he would top. be yeah top top <laughs> i think we should have topless topless debates Oh, oh, no. I, no. oh no. yeah, and we'll see who yeah. looks more manly. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I'm guessing that debates for women. No, no, just from just, just we'll, do, we'll do shirts versus shirts skin. versus I'd like skin. To see, are we gonna have a bathing suit competition. For at me? least, at least, <laughs> I, I know that Mayor Pete doesn't have to wear a a, a man's ear. Well, uh, all I'm saying here, uh, I just want to say I, what Joe is saying obviously is an exercise in absurdism based on the criteria Republicans are setting forth. That's what's yeah. going Limbaugh. on. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think a guy with a guy with man boobs is more masculine than a 38 year old guy that's in top physical shape. Obviously, no. Oh okay. shoot! So, shoot. We're gonna so, have to, uh, yeah. Uh, 
we're we're actually going to have to go to the break, but we'll we'll continue this later. I I accidentally stopped the clip of uh, that interview, so I'm going to have to try and get it queued up again. But let's go ahead and just go to the break now. We'll come back. We'll we'll talk about that in hour three, um, and pick up on that because Ben Ferguson just really goes to town, like saying, you know, no, well, that's the thing masculine 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 trump yeah i have a problem with that i i in case yeah. you guys didn't figure it out but. well you know I, I you know and i'm not surprised by that too because again i i talking about it in that way and in like trying to quantify what masculinity is made me uncomfortable because it's not something i typically do but if if i'm forced to i'm gonna say somebody like chris lavoy or pete Buttigieg, who are happen to be gay you know, well, throw it. Let's throw in Dan Haggerty too. Grizzly Adams, he's not gay, I don't <laughs> think. Let's throw in David Hasselhoff. Put them in a room with Trump. Well, Who's don't the put most Haggerty because ma- he's well, dead. Well, maybe we could throw. I don't know. Is Dan Haggerty dead? He's dead. No. God Is he really? damn it! Yeah, he's dead. Are you sure? Uh, go do a I met Google. Him before. I, go I was, do a Google search. You're going surfing on the internet. Oh, you met him before. I was at a party with, we, we had a, Bob had a, a one of those, uh, you know, those uh, cinema retro shows down in the Carolinas. Oh, nice. For all the 50s stars. And, and, and uh, they had an after party at the, somebody's hotel room. I don't know who. But, uh, and Dan Haggerty was there. Nice guy. Did, did he let you touch his beard? Yeah. Nice. Yes, all right. he did. You know who else was there? Cousin It. Little oh. guy. <laughs> Really? The the actual yes. actor who played cousin it? That's awesome. Yes. He was so, there. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. wasn't wearing the, the get up though, right? No, no, no. Okay. All no, right. No. He could have nice hit he could have hit under Haggerty's beard and put some sunglasses on. Yeah. Haggerty so. was on the cell phone a lot. Oh boy. Flip phone? Whatever. It was. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was. Anyway, you know, that's what they used back in the late eighteen hundreds. Um so <laughs> Anyway, all right, we got to go to the break. Green News Report coming up right now. Name calling coming up, too. Oh, and we'll give everybody, I don't know. Oh, you know what we should do? We should look up sayings that are on candy hearts and give one of those to everybody in the chat room. All right? go Do a goo-goo right. church. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after mm, this. Turn up the night. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. It's Thursday, February 13, 2020. I have come away with one inescapable conclusion. And that is that we have got to change. Oil giant BP announces major shift to cut its emissions. Sea level rise is accelerating on the U.S. East Coast. Get used to record-breaking heat because it's here to stay. Plus, even though President Trump sometimes dismisses climate change, this group of House Republicans says their policies can pass this year and get the presidential signature the Democrats' Green New Deal can't. 
House Republicans unveil their version of climate legislation. Really? Yes, really. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. As to whether it is human-induced climate change, my mind is open. What is the evidence that you are relying on? I'm not relying on evidence, Hamish. I am saying... (laughs) (laughs) Well, that explains a little bit about Australia. This is your Green News Report. You should keep an open mind, but not so open that your brain falls out. Okay, Desi Doyen, BP says they've come around, they care about climate change, Republicans in Congress are going to pass climate legislation. Color me dubious today? (laughs) Yes, I think you're on the right track, but you know, we'll get to that in a moment. First, another study confirms that sea level rise is accelerating in the United States, particularly along the East Coast. Out of 32 tide gauge stations along the entire U.S. coastline, from Maine to Alaska, 80% of those gauges showed a clear acceleration with water levels rising faster in 2019 than in 2018. The researchers warn that that faster rate means the worst scenarios for coastal inundation and flooding are becoming more likely. Those worst-case scenarios projected by NOAA are as much as eight feet of sea level rise by 2100. Eight feet? Yes. A different study warns that record-shattering heat waves and annual temperature records are here to stay. The researchers project that nearly every year in the coming decade will likely rank in the top 10 hottest years ever recorded. That would knock out the last 10 years, which are currently the hottest 10 years on record. In Washington, House Republicans on Wednesday unveiled a new package of bills aimed at addressing climate change. It's an attempt to shift the party's message now that voters are demanding climate action. The legislation does not include cutting emissions or reducing dependence on fossil fuels or really anything that might offend the fossil fuel industry. And how can they call that climate change legislation? It's climate denial light. It (laughs) invests in research to capture carbon emissions and plant trees. I see. Republicans' bill is in sharp contrast to the Trump administration's proposed 2021 budget, which, if he is reelected, increases logging on the public's lands, eliminates the Energy Department's Advanced Clean Energy Research Division, and slashes the Environmental Protection Agency's budget by a third. So let me get this straight. The Republicans' plan for fighting climate change is to plant trees. The president's plan for the next year is to cut them down. Yes. This is working out very well. Senate Democrats also proposed legislation. Theirs includes putting the nation on a path to net zero emissions by no later than 2050 and requiring plastics manufacturers to be financially responsible for the plastic waste they create. Oh, so it's a grown-up plan. Yes. But of course... That won't be signed. The Trump administration has now begun controlled blasting in parts of Arizona's Organ Pipe Cactus National Monument, home to rare and endangered species and sacred Native American burial sites. That's in order to construct Trump's border wall with Mexico. Finally, big news from BP. British Petroleum's new CEO announced on Wednesday that the company is shifting gears to reduce its contribution to global warming. BP will eliminate or offset 
offset all greenhouse gas emissions from its operations and cut the carbon intensity of its products in half by 2050. Here's BP's new CEO, Bernard Looney, and yes, that is his real name. We have got to change, and change profoundly. We have to because the world is changing fast, and so are society's expectations of us. But it is more than having to change. We want to change. We want to change because it's the right thing for the world, and it's a tremendous business opportunity for BP. So that's for real? The CEO of BP is saying we need to offset all emissions? Yes, it reflects the growing pressures on big companies now to show that they're acting to address climate change. And do you buy it? Are they really acting to address climate change, or are they just showing that they're trying to act to address climate change. It's light on details, but environmental groups are cautiously optimistic. And what's his name again? Bernard Looney. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. That's all, folks. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Hey guys, it's Sean Spicer with an amazing deal. This month, or the entire month of February, my videos that normally cost $400, over 50% off, $199 is going to give you the best Valentine's Day gift ever. What way to say I love you, I'm thinking of you, this Valentine's Day, in a video from me. But the best part about this is all of the proceeds go to the Independence Fund this month, which provide track wheelchairs to our injured service members who have mobility issues. So you're doing something really good, and you're giving the best gift that you can possibly give to that special person in your life. A video from me. Thanks a lot. Happy Valentine's Day! God damn it. (laughs) So, yeah, thank you, Rain, for sharing that. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, so, uh, you know... I felt bad because I didn't get the audio for that earlier, but honest to God, it would have sounded just as good uh, on my phone as it would have if we were to recorded because I don't know what kind of how they recorded that or in what kind of echoey dungeon it was done, but it sounded horrible. So, <laughs> Bobber, Bobber, you're, I think your mic, your is your. There you go. There Sorry, you go. there. Is this better? Yeah, yeah. What? Much. What were you saying? Yeah, I said. Uh... Sounds like you recorded on his cell phone in the bathroom. Yeah, really. Yeah. Actually, well, there was a guy pissing actually, next I think to him. Inside the, the bunny castle. <laughs> yeah. The bunny <laughs> I'm going to put the link. I'm going to put the link into the chat. It might have been a bathroom. There there was a guy pissing next to him, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was. It was I, <laughs> can you imagine getting, a, getting one of those and. Well, you, 
You're going to be my Valentine. Period. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See? Question asked. Question answered. No. There you go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have my period. Period. <laughs> period. Period. Wait here. Let's let's do let's do let's do this. Happy Valentine's Day. Period. Uh, so anyway, I looked up. Uh, um, and welcome back, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello there, sir. Hi. And you know what? Huh? I, I know everybody was shocked when I said Grizzly Adams is dead. Mm-hmm. But um, here here's here's a picture we took at the party. Uh, uh, and there's Grizzly. There's Dan Haggerty in one of his last pictures. Oh, I really love that show, by the way. Yeah, you see Dan there with mm-hmm. his t-shirt. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's that. And you see that that girl in the forefront with the yellow shirt on. Yes. Yes. That's Barbara trying to get Bob's oh. dog to sit still. Aww. And oh, by the way, uh, uh, Ken, if you mm-hmm. look. All the way to the right, first row, all the way to the right. You see Shirley Jones sitting there? Yes. Yeah, okay. Next to Shirley Jones, you see that little head? Oh, that that's the... I know him. Yeah, he, he's... Cousin yeah. Ed. Okay, all right. Yes, yes. We were at the party, and uh, we, we decided to take a groupie. He was in a bunch I, of stuff. I took the groupie. <laughs> so, nice. You were the groupie. And that's Shirley Jones. That's Shirley Jones in the center, right? Yeah. You see, you see Shirley Jones, next to Shirley Jones is, um, on the other side, you remember the Green Orion girl in Star Trek? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's her. Yeah, know, how like could I not? Chair. How could I not remember? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that's her. Hello, Ken's masculinity Sorry. is showing. Hello. And then next to her is, uh, I think that's... Uh, Oh, who the hell? Some singer person from the fifties. Mm. Uh, can't identify right now. The blonde anyway, in the black shirt. Yeah, in the black shirt, and uh, then there's a girl next to her, and then behind her is a guy from Paint and Place that I can't. Uh, I was going to say the guy in the middle on the back. It looks like Bobber with super short hair. So. <laughs> no. What? So, what? Just a little bit. The, in the, the blue, the, the guy in the middle, the tall guy in the, in the back row? No. The tall guy yeah, in the back was, row. He was, he was a child star. I think he was on Daniel Boone. The the younger oh, guy, the younger guy next star. to, I'm saying the younger guy next to Dan Haggerty. Yeah, he, he, he was on Daniel Boone. Oh, okay. He was Daniel Boone's son or something on, on, on the Daniel Boone. When Daniel I'm Boone sorry if that show. was offensive, Bobber, but it just got, I looked at it briefly and I was like, it looks a little like Bobber, but the hair's a lot different, though. He's a good-looking guy. I thought and, so. And, and Handsome. Really, yeah. No, Bobber, he's a he's a stunner. Another hunk of man meat. <laughs> Stop trying to ram that hunk of man meat down my throat. He's a stunner. Oh, my God. All right. so masculine, you know? Yeah, so what a masculine show we have tonight. Talking with deep voices about other men and the man meat. Um, I'm so glad that I'm the lady here to talk about lady stuff. But you're no lady. So, but anyway, let me finish introducing everybody. Bobber der Braumeister. Yeah, Bobber. Uh, Any any hops hopping right now? Hops hopping? 
Um, I just kegged an American Pale Ale that was that's very very happy. Um, uh, that should go into the kegerator soon. And speaking of kegerator, I had a, a bad experience today. I went to pour Uh-oh. beer and nothing came out. And that's when I realized I had a leak in somewhere in all the CO2 hoses. And my <laughs> tank so was... Wait, wait a minute. Is that a medical so condition you're talking dirty. about? Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Is that a medical condition you're talking Because you could tell us the real thing that was going on. You don't have to make well, metaphors here. <laughs> he's asking for a friend. So <laughs> I mean, it was, all, it came out was, all it came out was a little dribble. Oh, oh. Uh, that's happened to me. Stop penicillin for that. I get a big. I to get a, a replacement tank. You, know, you really to, did. That's true. Oh, uh, they don't oh, penicillin. Okay. Bob needed a replacement tank. Okay. It All right. <laughs> uh, I'm a I'm a witness. So, uh, but is everything better with your your pump? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Rain. What do you say? Are things I think I, things flowing better. freely now. Everything's flowing freely. <laughs> so, Robert, you just turned 60. When did you turn 70? He did not turn 60 yet. Okay, well, he's going to. <laughs> anybody over 40. Everybody Jeez. over 40. Joe, you're not helping the knows. pump situation. No, everybody over 40 knows that when you go, sometimes you just get dread. <laughs> it's uh, part of the, you know. What is you know. happening? Prostate, prostate problem. Welcome to prostate. Talk. Welcome to the. Welcome to daily prostate, and we will take your questions now. WikiLeaks. I love WikiLeaks because of your prostate. How long does it take you to pee? It takes WikiLeaks. Me an hour to... I love WikiLeaks. Yes, I'm sure he does. His prostate has tip, to be the size of a melon. Tip top. All right. Bing, okay. bing, bong, I don't know what that. just happened, but things are flowing freely here in the Ray wait, and Bob house. I don't know if we're going to have enough time to do name-calling at this point. Uh, <laughs> and last but not least, Rain from Four Freedoms Block, Washington, <laughs> D.C. We're still Ten minutes to the top of the hour. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, are you ready to do some Valentine name calling? I-, I looked up some 1970s Valentine cards I'm going to try and read off. I suggest you guys do that, too. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, just read read off what's on the cards. Uh, but Or off the candy hearts, too. The the candy hearts is fine. Anyway, Rain. I posted it, I posted hmm? it in the, in the uh, production chat, but... Uh, it's Babylon B, so you know it's 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 a uh, satire. But I got the Song of Solomon, sweetheart candies. So I'm going to be reading. Oh, those. Song oh, of Solomon! Great. Oh, that's awesome! Song of Solomon's like the porno book of the Bible. It really is. And the good. and the foxes pluck the grapes from the vine. <laughs> <laughs> the foxes pluck the grape which is ripe on the vine. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Oh, uh, seriously, it reads like a Monty Python sketch. It's funny. Song of Solomon out of the Bible. I highly recommend it. Hilarious stuff. Uh, anyway, so Rain, you ready for name calling? 
I'm ready. All right. Let's go. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, there we go. All right, wow. first up in our biscuits, Adam Hebert. Adam Hebert, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, here, oh, I got a, a, a classic one for you. Can't wait, as in lifting weights, much longer, Valentine be mine. And it has a little boy lifting weights that are, that are the, and the weights are hearts on the end. And, it, and he's standing on a little box that says, strong man. Aw, it's like like Michael Bloomberg. Yeah. Next up, <laughs> we, we have <laughs> Little Mike. <laughs> sorry. Next, it's funny. Next up, we have Bobber. Joe, you got one for Bobber? Uh, yeah. Um, text me. <laughs> oh, that's from a candy heart? <laughs> Yes. I love, I love it. I love it. Um, we have Heather. Uh, Bobber, you got one for Heather? Your legs are marble pillars. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that is so feminine. Um, we have Jay Collie next. All right, here, Jay Collie. Uh, I got it. Here's, here's one. This looks like bad Ziggy ripoff artwork from the 70s. I haven't read it yet. I might consider being your Valentine, but you are the kind who kisses and tells. Or the kind who trembles and yells. Happy Valentine's Day. What? Wow. Oh, it's art. No, no, it's not Ziggy, but it looks kind of like that. No, it says, are you the one who kisses and tells or the kind who trembles and yells? There you go. All right. Is that the love is? I don't. It's just dumb looking. Okay. <laughs> Next up in our in our Valentine's hearts thing, mm-hmm. we have cat. Is it is it my turn? I think so. Candy heart. My turn. Okay. This is a a, a me. Here's a here's a me too candy heart. Hands to yourself. <laughs> there you go. I approve. All right, who's uh, next? Next uh, up, Kenny Pick. Kenny. All right, Pick. let's get straight. No, shit. <laughs> the wrong button. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's get all right, let's get straight to Again? <laughs> we did that. Kenny um, Pick. I think that's you, Bob. You have goat hair. <laughs> okay. I guess that's supposed to, I don't know. I'm, Is there more to it? I was waiting for I, I kind of feel like that's really, really masculine. <laughs> you have goat hair because you can billy me anytime. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I tr- Next up, we have Ken Sr. Uh, Rain, say something nice no, to my dad. Hi, no, dad. No, Just say no, something nice such- to him. Just say something nice that you would say to your father on Valentine's Day. Say, 
happy oh, birthday. Yeah. To my say, father? To, uh, yeah, because he's I'm your adopted dad. To my adopted father. That's what I that's what I meant. Your adopted father. You're my heart. Very nice. So and dad had a very great uh checkup. Speaking of hearts, had a very great checkup with the doctor, uh, a six month eval, I believe. And uh things are coming up roses. So Next up, we have Marnus, Joe, Joe Santorsa. I can't give one to myself. Yes, Uh, I know you want to give one to yourself. Oh, I got one. It's a masculine thing. I I got one for Joe. Ain't no potty like a scratch potty because a scratch potty don't stop. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get that all. I want to know what one of those can is. See, it's up to you, or it's up to you, Ken or Bob. (laughs) Okay, I got one here from the Song of Solomon, Candy Hearts. Pardon me, but your goblet is showing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very nice. Wrong pajamas on. Oh, okay. I uh, just stuffed my goblet in. It's okay now. Okay, good. Okay. Next up, meow goodness. Meow meow. Meow goodness. Yeah. I, My turn. Uh, I'll, I'll, let's just re. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll start. I got one. Um, okay, so this is a 1970s or 60s card, and it has two little mermaids sitting next to each other. One is passing a starfish to the other, and it says, I can see, S-E-A, you'd be a star valentine. Huh? Uh-huh. Mermaids, starfish, sea, star... It, when you okay. have to explain All a right. joke, when you have to explain a, a Valentine card. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Next up, we have Michelle. Michelle in Florida. Okay, let's see. Michelle in. Okay, uh, you owe me ten minutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a candy heart. What? Yes, that's on Is a that candy. really a candy heart? Wow. Yeah. Oh my yes. god, that's like yes. a horror <laughs> candy heart. <laughs> I didn't take it that way. I thought that maybe you wasted ten minutes of my time. That's what I it was more. Of a, oh, you know. Okay, next up, do we do miles? We should do miles, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. I got. Oh, I have one. No, no. Go, song is go. Song of Solomon for him. Song of Solomon. Hey, Tower Neck. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are ridiculous. Okay. All right. Um. Uh, the next up is me. Uh, here we go. I've got a very, very cute '60s-looking vintage Valentine for you, and um, it has a little dog on it. It has a little dog, and there's all these little hearts around the little dog, and it says. <laughs> Doggone it, Valentine, be mine! (laughs) Dog, get it? Because it's a dog. Dog got it? (laughs) 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 Jesus. I really hate Valentine. A little dog with hearts around it says, Dog got it, be my Valentine. Squidgy, squidgy. <laughs> oh Christ! Okay, <laughs> see Christ. <laughs> Why you had to go make this all religious, Kenny? Dog got it. Next up, we have Theo. Oh, Theo! 
I have a candy. Oh, this candy is this. Yeah, nice try. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. These are getting edgy. These are edgy are. candy hearts. Little, yeah. <laughs> wow. A little, little passive aggressive candy. Candy hearts for edgelords. <laughs> passive aggressive candy hearts. Okay. That do, was, do we actually, have it? That one was really perfect for Theo. And oh, last okay. but not least, Trojan Rabbit. Oh, I got I got one for Trojan Rabbit. Well, you, Bobber, go ahead, give him a song of Solomon, and then I'll give him uh, the one. Your teeth uh, are one. sheep. Your teeth are sheep. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Well. <laughs> Here we go. Here's my Valentine to Paul uh, from from me to you. Bravely bold Sir Robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, oh brave Sir Robin. Robin. He, he was, was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. ways. Pray, 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 Sir Robin. He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a pulp. Or to have his eyes gouged out and, and his elbows broken To have his knees cut and his body burned away And his limbs all so hacked and mangled brave so Robin His head smashed in and his heart so cut out so. And his liver removed and his bowels unplugged And his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis That's, that's, uh, that's enough music for now, lads Don't say penis in this house! It, now, it's a Valentine's song because it did mention a heart being ripped out so, mm-hmm. Bob, were you singing? No, that wasn't me. Oh, I was singing. I thought somebody else was singing oh. too. Joe, were you singing? No. Oh, okay. okay I know. Then I, you, then Kenny, it was you. I was singing. I thought I heard somebody else sing along too, but um, uh, yeah, I always sing along with that. So, uh, it might have been an echo. It perhaps so. Oh, you know, I didn't eat the pop rocks yet. I just want to say before we go to break happy Valentine's Day to everybody who gets to touch a penis Sure. Don't say penis, 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 penis in this house. Because there's a lot of people going to be touching them out there because either somebody's got them or somebody's going to let somebody else touch them. Well. Right. Yes. I might touch one yes. on the break because I got to go to the bathroom. And I did that. I did that in honor of Livin because he can't get into the chat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we love you, brother. Forge ahead, and um, you know uh, we'll uh, you know hopefully things get more normal soon for you because I'm really sorry what you're going through. Um, but all right. Um, before we go to the break, right now, I'm gonna eat some pop rocks. Mm. Oh my god! I put so many in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's exploding in my mouth. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh-huh. That is what I said. That is what I saw coming. Literally, what I said. The things that explode in your mouth. You hear that? Disgusting mm. sounding. I really, really wish Suze was filming this. They they taste terrible. Do you swallow? <laughs> we'll see. Kenny, Kenny, 
Okay, yeah. do it. Do it. I do. Swallow. swallow. I have okay. already. There's a lot. You should see all this. <laughs> God damn it. This really needed to be filmed. That's so masculine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the perfect cue to go to break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. I bring you a message. A message few of you will be able to believe. A message of great importance. A message I alone was able to read in the fires of the universe. But be not afraid, my friends. I also bring you the means with which to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Remember that. Bring your friends here. starts in one minute.
The show. Period. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Okay, I ate all the Pop Rocks. Well, not all of them. I saved some of them, but they're no longer uh, sizzling in my mouth hole. Uh, welcome back to Turn Up Tonight, the Valentine's Day edition for 2020. Uh, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program. Well, Bobber, it is a treat to have you back, my karaoke soul brother. Ha <laughs> Looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, what poison song are we going to do this year? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Or may- maybe we should really, really branch out and do uh, an extreme song. <laughs> More than More than words. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. What do you want to uh, do? I need a special order of karaoke uh, CD for you this year? Uh, no. No? I don't think so. I, if there's something you really, really would like, I'll, I'll find it. It won't be the actual song. It'll be in the style of. Style of. <laughs> I love well, that. That's so low rent. I love it. In the style Anything of. Elton John? Oh, yeah. I do have some Elton John already. So, uh, uh, Funeral for a Friend is my favorite Elton John song. If you want to do that, I'd... I'd Okay. I love that song. Put that down. All right. I believe I have it. Anything Carol King. Oh, Carol King. All right. You got it. Very feminine. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Joe Santorsa, also uh, very masculine. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, (laughs) the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Thanks. And I'm so glad you swallowed that load in your mouth. Yeah. Are. You too, Joe? I am. I just pop those because rocks right into my mouth. Struggling, yeah, that load of pop rocks. Mm-hmm. Pop Rock them pops. in my mouth. Corn pop. This is yeah. about the <laughs> corn show pop. We've done. <laughs> <laughs> Swallowed corn pop. 
Oh, gosh. Oh, Corn Pop. Is Corn Pop still around? Or did he die with Dan Haggerty? <laughs> corn Pop. God damn it. They're buried next to each other. Oh, gosh. Yes. <laughs> I think Corn Pop is still alive. Should we ask Joe Biden? We should. I, no, I, I, I believe he said Corn Pop is dead. I, oh, that's a shame. Huh? Oh. I'm looking up Corn Pop. All right. Here's well, you know. like cereal. Joe's <laughs> our oh, Google master. Go do a Google search. You're going surfing on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here with a computer here. I mean, well look it up. And see I have one knows. here too, but I'm doing a show. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> so. Don't you watch all the radio shows like the. I watch all the radio shows. I watch them all. Yes. <laughs> you can watch, you can watch, watch the, the radio shows. And yes. I listen. I, and, uh, and, uh, what some, oh, some free, cable free speech, t- free radio speech shows TV like or whatever. And, and Stephanie Miller. Yeah, yeah. They free, have a camera there. Wasn't a free speech? Them. Was it free speech TV? Yes. Yes, free speech TV. That's it. Yeah. Oh. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. It just sounded funny when you said watch all the radio it shows. Did. So. It did, Joe. I'm sorry. It did. But it's okay. I, I will be the first person to say I am not a fan of Tom Hartman. Uh, I'm not either. I good on you. I think he's an <laughs> asshole. Oh, okay, I don't hate him. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I do. Oh my but, god! But that's beside the point. Oh my god! I, I, he is on. He is on free speech TV, <laughs> and so is Stephanie Miller, and other talk shows are on there, and you could watch them do their oh. magic. Is okay. Ed Schultz on there anymore? Who? No. Ed Schultz. He's dead. Ed Schultz. He yeah. Oh my god! Is he buried Steve next to Dan Steve Haggerty? Steve. And Dan Haggerty oh my God. were on the same plane. This yeah, they were on the same airplane. Dark turn. Wow. Yeah, very... uh, all right. Let's move Rest along. Rest in peace, Ed Schultz. Uh, RT, Ed Schultz. I, I mean, RIP, Ed Schultz. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Is yeah. corn. I remember. Uh, I think I was the first one who said, "Guess what, dudes on RT." I okay, said it on this show. I just, you know, corn pop. <laughs> Don't. It, okay. Okay. <laughs> Will you look at that? Corn Hold on. I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna say something. Corn. I want to. I want to take a concession. Uh, not a concession. I want to take a a, a, a poll. A concession. Why would I say concession? Um, you want to take a poll? You I want to be on a poll. On no, I just want to see if it, I want to so see masculine. if anybody, if anybody who's <laughs> listening right, now, if anybody who's listening in the chat room right now, just uh, I, I'm thinking about possibly seeing if I can set up a camera and start doing the show on Twitch and make it work with what I have going on right now. If my computer is good, I might have to buy a new computer. Um, but Twitch, I would be on camera and, you know, could share images and stuff and we'd have a video archive of the show. I'm not saying everybody, I, I don't think we could do split screens like we used to do before. It would essentially just be me or whatever I wanted to have on the screen if I didn't feel like being on camera. I don't know. Just, just throwing it out there. It's something I've been thinking about because uh, Twitch is a free service. 
and uh-huh. that's kind of lucrative. So, anyway, I just okay. wanted to see see what see what, you know if anybody's uh, thinks that would be something they would like to see. Tennessee. Let me know. Put it in the chat room. I uh, put makeup on on Friday night. Okay, uh, I will too. Because I'm, well, I'm not again. I don't know if there. I don't know if it's a multi-camera platform. I don't think you can do that. I'm not sure, but I mean, there's the possibility of doing it. I don't know. I'd have to look at it. So, um, but yeah. So at the very least, it, it, at least even if it wasn't somebody on camera, maybe we could do something that had visual elements to it. So figure out how to run like video of something or put pictures up or whatever, you know, it's just a thought, you know, it, it, it could, it could be interesting, you know, to try it out. But anywho, I have, I have some sad news. What's that? Uh-huh. Very sad news. William L. Morris, otherwise known as Corn Pop. Oh no. Has, has passed away at the age of 73. Oh, William no! L. Yes, William L. Morris passed away with his family by his side and Joe Biden on December 2nd, 2016. Really? Joe home, Biden was home there? Going ser- yes, homegoing services will be held at Mother UAME Church, 701 East 5th Street, on Saturday, December 10th. Viewing will be from 10 to 12 and services following. I don't arrangements think this is going to help Joe. Arrangements please. provided by Bell Funeral Home. Uh, charitable contributions could be made to the Popcorn Association. Come on, man. The Popcorn okay. Association? Are you No. Come on. No. What? There was no su- there was no such charity. What? Well, Corn Wait. Pop is dead. What? He died on December 2nd. With his family by his side and his corn popper. And Joe Biden? Huh? And Joe, no, Biden? Joe Biden? No. I mean, he wasn't no. there. Oh, okay. No. No, just his family Whew. and his corn popper. Okay. And his butter and his melted butter. Corn pop is dead. At Say the it age ain't of so, Joe. It's so. Uh, by the way, I just heard a song on our network the other day, and I'm like, why didn't I make that Joe's jingle? I think it's a Boomtown Rat song where they say, Say it ain't so, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I'll have to look that up. So, but... Uh, you know what? You know what? Oh, hold on a second. Yeah. I didn't know this. When Joe Biden talked about Corn Pop... Mm-hmm. That was 1962. Yeah. I didn't know it was in 1962. Like, I kind of thought he was like, you know, he talked about, you know, it was, I, I literally thought it was like maybe in the 80s or the 90s. Well, Murray Head. Well, he was, wasn't he, he was already in Congress by then. He wouldn't yeah. be at, at a pool as a lifeguard. I, I just didn't know the backstory to it. I don't know so, who you're talking about. Um, we're talking about Corn Pop. Corn Pop. <laughs> <laughs> It's Joe Biden. Oh. Corn Pop, the gang leaders. He led the gang, the Romans. Now, you, you heard about Corn Pop and Joe Biden, didn't you, Bob? I missed that one. That's okay. I'll I'll send it to you. Well, anyway, Bobber, you, it doesn't matter because Corn Pop is dead. Okay. 
Well, now we know, and that's you know what that is. <laughs> I think it's we need to grow on. we need Jason Bateman in here for that. And that's one to grow on. <laughs> I understand he opened the corn popper before it was done, and it. I didn't realize it was in 1962. It blowed up in his. Blew up in his eye. Blew up his eye like pop rocks in his mouth. I don't think that helps me. Okay. That anyway. reminds me of a, of a... Vote blue no matter who, right? That reminds me of an old Woody Allen uh, movie line when uh, he was hitting on this girl and she said oh, her husband was dead and he said, how did he die? He said, oh, he was in the mafia and he got shot in the eye. And he goes, oh my God, he's blind? He goes, no, no, he's dead. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's blind? No, he's dead. Uh, well, that happened to Corn Pop. <clears throat> it did. The popcorn went right through his eye. Interesting. The Corn Pop incident happened before I was born. I was 13. Okay, Joe, I'm not trying to. Jeez. Well, yeah, it's a long time ago. Um, so okay. anyway, I didn't mean okay, to. Uh, okay, okay. It's, you know. it's fine. I he's just been think dead. it's interesting. He's been dead for four years now, almost. Well, three years and some months, and we can get over it. It's they not too to soon to it, disparage the man. Hmm. Well, it's to me, it's interesting because in the past year, it was brought up as though it was a really relevant, the times kind of story. Well, I think that they were making fun of Biden mostly for talking about corn pop, like as if Joe Joe Biden made the name up or something. And they thought he made the story up. They thought he made the story up. I don't think he did either. He confronts this gang member after hours at the pool and all this, and they said, oh, it sounded like it was a big uh, made-up story, but... Then some people said, no, there was a guy named Corn Pop. And uh, yes, Biden was the only white lifeguard at an all-black pool. And, you know, he, he enforced, you know, but they thought he was just making it up. So, yeah, it was a story for a while, but well, there you go. it was yeah. verified. It was verified. Anyway, all right. And he's dead. And Corn Pop is dead. And now... We twenty two so af- after we might be able to get to the rest of the audio I was talking about earlier. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to no, say it's my fault, right? No, it's okay. It's okay. But I was right. It was the Boomtown Rats. The song is called uh, "Up All Night," and the lyrics go "Up All Night, Ooh Zaza, Ooh Staying Up All Night, African Jungle, Big City Street. The only real difference is in the people you meet." Up all night, ooh, za, za, ooh, staying up all night. It's an agreeable town. It's neat and sedate. Uh, why, even the muggers are off the streets by age. <laughs> up all night, ooh, za, za, ooh, staying up all night. Say it ain't so, Joe. Say it ain't so. Polite and well-spoken, well-heated and well-sane. They know they're alive when they start to feel pain. But yeah, so that that's the song that has uh, "Say It Ain't So" Joe in it twice, which I don't really even understand those lyrics. So, you know, I I had a hard time deciphering mm. my own lyrics tonight. So I think "Say It Ain't Joe" goes way back to a sports problem. I don't want to get into. Oh shit! <laughs> sports. 
All right. The Chicago oh. Black Sox. Oh, oh, wow. God. All right, That's I'm going to try. I'm, I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that this Ben Ferguson clip picks up right about where we left off. Uh, so I'm, I, I played it a little bit to try and get back to where we were. Uh, but here, let's see where we are here. Uh, you ram it down Trump's throat oh, and yeah. beat him in a, in a general election. Really, <laughs> uh, having fun envisioning that. He he's having fun envisioning things getting rammed down. Trump's Why throat do men by another man. That? I don't know. I, Go I do don't. A, Go I, do a Google search. For the for the record, I I don't. Yeah. Conservative that. men. I mean, you uh, know. Do you envision that? Um, no. Not. I, I don't. I don't envision it when. Mm. I'm when uh, I don't envision it, especially when something I don't like is going on. Like you know, you know, I'll walk into a room and somebody's watching the Super Bowl, and I'm like, "Why you gotta ram that Super Bowl down my throat?" <laughs> Super Bowl live. Why are they putting names on the Super Bowls now? Live. Do you envision like a football being rammed down your throat because it's sports? It's no not sex. No, I was I was thinking more of a penis. Don't you know, say penis in this house. Rammed down my throat. But uh, no, no, I never think of any of that. It's so absurd. Huh? Limbaugh, he has a he has a bend over problem too. He likes to bend over. Oh, a lot. Yeah, it, there was one. You know, there was one Limbaugh thing where I think he he might be. Hold on, let me run this out real You're quick. You're going on the internet. Sorry, I had that clip paused for a second. Um, but no, there's this. The, there's like pictures of Limbaugh with you know like getting smooched by a drag queen out there. You guys what? remember? Oh, all right. I'll find it for you. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's yeah, the deal. I, let I'm, me start playing. Let me resume. Let me resume. Of, hold on. Hold on. Let me resume playing this clip and I'll show it to you. So I'll put it in the chat room. So, but anyway, um, yeah. So again, Limbaugh talking about shove down my throat, Mister Big Chubby Cigar in your mouth all the time. Meh. There's something there. There's like a what do you call that? A pathos. <laughs> um, I don't know. But anyway, here. Important to play it all there. Uh- Ben Ferguson is with us, CNN political commentator, conservative radio host. You know, Ben, um, your reaction? Look, I I don't think it matters that he's gay. I think that the the thing that you're talking about here is two different issues. One, is anybody going to look masculine next to Donald Trump on stage? I think the only Democrat out there would be Joe Biden. Do I think it should matter on the issue of his sexuality? No. Now, I do think... And I talked about this on my radio show literally yesterday with only Democrats calling in. Does it matter that he is an openly gay man? There was a surprising number of Democratic voters that said that it was an issue for them. The same way we saw that lady try to take back her vote in Iowa after she had voted and found out that Mayor Pete was gay. Now, for me personally, I have no problem with him being a gay man. I, I can debate him on the issues. It has nothing to do with sexuality. And the reality here, I think, is what Limbaugh was talking about. And again, the way he said it is different than I would obviously say. It. He's saying there are Democrats that are sitting there worried that this is going to be a bigger issue, just like we saw in California okay. when gay marriage was overturned by voters in a liberal state. Take a moment there. 
Yeah. Let me just take issue with your premise. What's more manly, volunteering for military service, as Pete Buttigieg did, or avoiding it? Uh, look, I, I'm talking about appearance here. I, I was with the president last week in the Oval, and I promise you he looked more masculine next to me than I did. And I consider myself to be a pretty masculine guy. We're talking about appearance here. <laughs> so we're not the talking about what's on your resume. What about the substance? What about the substance? Substance and in, in, in what category do you mean by substance? You're saying do you, I'm I mean, saying, I'll, you I'll said the president the appears more manly for I don't know what reason. Uh, I, I mean, and I, I'm I citing a I'm citing an issue of the record here. Buttigieg volunteered for military service. The president took great pains to avoid it. Uh, I'm talking about the substance, which is more manly. I, Look, I think serving your country is something that's a great thing, and I think that that is something that Mayor Pete is going to be able to use to his advantage. And I think it's something he's going to be able to challenge the president if he gets the nomination on. But if you asked 100 Democratic voters which candidate looked more masculine, Joe Biden or Mayor Pete, can I, can I, I think they would probably say Joe Biden. I mean, we got to be, let's be can honest I please, about this. Can, please, can I turn the conversation oh over? I don't understand. Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear what she had to say. Uh, well, what? we will. We will. But seriously, who's more masculine, Mayor Pete or Joe Biden? Th- this is not a criteria that we use. Uh, Democrats, I, I would hope. Uh, Bob, get closer to your microphone. Yeah, move move, move up oh, on sorry. that. It moves. It, this thing moves on that swivel. Hey, hey, um, jam it down your throat. <laughs> I don't think Democrats care who's masculine or who isn't. It's it's a non-issue for I would think I would hope for most Democratic voters. Yeah. 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 It is. This is just it's only an issue for Republicans. All right. There's Rush Limbaugh and the drag queen in the really chat room. Really good point. It's a really good point. I I find it really messed up that they're discussing this. This is CNN. Yeah. And but that's Ben Ferguson. It still bothers me that they're discussing this. Well, it 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 came out of what Limbaugh said. So, but oh, but you want to hear what Poppy Harlow has to say, Joe? Do you want to jump in before I get to the Poppy Harlow part here? Uh, oh no! I just thought that was going to be RuPaul. No. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Oh, the. the uh, the picture of Rush Limbaugh in the drag queen. Yeah, yeah. By the Pretty way, RuPaul cool. uh, uh, guest hosted Saturday Night Live last week and was great. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. That should yeah, be fun. Yeah, we still have to check that out too. Yeah, I still want to hear what she has to say. All right, no problem. Here we go. I'm, Poppy I'm Harlow really riled up about this. Yeah, I, under- I understand. I understand. Uh, here, but yeah, here's Poppy Harlow. And in what world is a definition of qualification for being president of the United States? How manly someone appears. There's also that. I, I didn't say it was a. I did not say it was a qualification. But going you back sure to what hung up was on it. about when you put two different candidates on stage, and there are people that make millions of dollars on both sides of the aisle that talk about what you wear. For goodness sakes, men and women, what you well, say, how don't. you talk, how you laugh. Now I'm talking we about don't. political campaign operatives. Okay, I'm talking about people that are working for presidential campaigns for governor campaigns you look at every aspect of your candidate and then you try to make them turn into something that is perfect for the voters palette we've been doing this for decades and i think the point that limbaugh was making was is you have a president okay regardless of go back to military service that is a very masculine guy 
You have Mayor Pete that comes across Claims much more an academic, a very, very oh smart God. academic. You put Joe Biden on stage next to the yeah. president of the United States of America. I, I think the masculinity issue goes away. Ben, I've known you a long time. I, listen, Jesus it seems to Christ. me you're justifying bigotry not at all. here, are no, you yeah. not? Because cause here's the thing. People, you know, uh, you know, consultants might have said, it, you know, it's, it's a negative to be a person of color. You might have heard that. This is, this is the year 2020. Or, I'm just or, curious or, what you're justifying huge, here. Or it could be a huge asset like it was for Barack Obama. Oh, 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 oh my oh. God. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, because oh, that whole birther movement was so... That was, oh, just... So he's saying that, um, basically, what he's saying is that Pete is not masculine enough because Pete is gay. Yeah. What the fuck does masculinity have to do with president? What the fuck is wrong with what I've been trying to say all along during this show. I mean, this is the first time. With masculinity. I can say say this right now. This is the only show where we've ever had this type of discussion. And why is it? Because Republicans all of a sudden think it's a thing. And they're like, what are you going to do? I mean, Trump, why is it that he's a bigot and a misogynist and an infantile, you know, pants-shitting, spray-painted, aquanetted freak? Why is it that, you know, he's like that? Well, it's because he's, um, he's Mr. Man. (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> that's that's the excuse he's he's masculine this is what masculine men do they spray paint their faces and they they do a twisty swirly with hairspray and they say mean things about ladies and in in black people and grab them by this or that and you can do it when you're famous i mean that, yeah because you know that's that's so macho Grow a mustache, Trump. I fucking dare you, you ginger freak. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to all gingers out there. <laughs> so Susan just groaned he's, from the other room. He's not a ginger. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. But I don't want to distract from the. I, God, this is really awful. Yeah. I mean, it's it, but, really awful because they're literally arguing about who's more masculine. Yeah, the mayor Pete is not masculine because he's gay, but Mayor yeah. Pete served in our military, and I really, really, I don't know how to. And he's physically to, fit. Just I, I, I'm just, I am a woman, and I really find it offensive that people are discussing who is more masculine and who because of their masculinity that makes them more um presidential i can't well, how's even this yeah. gonna, how's yeah. this gonna work how's this gonna that's work that's what they're saying the no- how is this gonna work if the nominee's a woman then. well again, oh we saw how that the problem. <laughs> yeah we saw how that worked going down on our it. side they are literally discussing who is more masculine and who is more presidential. And it pisses me the fuck off because every one of these people are ignoring that we still have women running for president. Yeah. 
Excellent point. Excellent point. And yeah, God, I don't. It's it's. And Bob. And and Ken. Thank you, for thanking me. (laughs) I was like, but did I agree or no? (laughs) What? (laughs) But no, seriously. I mean, we're talking about masculinity. Yeah. Can we talk about feminine? Femininity. Femininity. Uh, I'm I'm right there with you, sister. I got to think about that one before I said femininity. There we go. I just got to get the wind out of me to say it. So. Well, I'm glad you had those those little rocket things. Yes. (laughs) The the pop rocks. Yes. I jammed them down my throat. (laughs) Uh, Damn it. What, Trump, why are you jamming down fake masculinity down my throat? <laughs> um, so, I mean, there's... And the thing is, it's not that Trump is masculine or feminine. He's just... Trump. He's just a big inhuman pile. To say he's masculine or feminine would actually attribute him to the human race or or an actual okay well because animals can be masculine all, all animals can be masculine or feminine he, he just doesn't qualify for any of that none of it matters for him he's awful so to say i mean for ben ferguson to say well he's more masculine than than you know a man who served in the military why is that even a, a debate question? It, I know. That's the thing. It, it's like, it, it. none of it makes sense. And, of course, where did this all come from? It came from Mr. Propaganda, Republican Talking Points, Medal of Freedom, or, uh, yeah, uh, Presidential Medal of Freedom winner, Rush Limbaugh. God damn it. Yeah. Isn't that one of those things? Just give where- a... He says uh, yeah. he says what he says, and then CNN, MSNBC. Oh, we have to talk about this. You know, and, and and the thing is, it's like what what Trump did there. Rain is like, okay, let's go find a pyromaniac and give him this really state of the art blowtorch. Yeah, that's ex- that's exactly what he did. Oh, oh, you like setting things on fire? Well, let me show you something. So easy. So, anyway, uh, let's go to the break. When we come back, we'll talk about Space Force and that wonderful piece of art Susan found the other day. Uh, (laughs) It's a beautiful piece of art. Everyone's going to want one in their home. Vintage. Classic. A classic piece of art you'd like to have in your own. I don't be- think you guys are believing me when I say that. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't think that you guys will believe that I am very fucking feminine. Oh, I know that for a fact, but I also know that you also don't define yourself by just that, that you're a badass because you are who you are, because you're an individual, <laughs> not because of you know, this quality or that quality or anything else, you are rain and everybody everybody loves rain. And if somebody doesn't love rain, they're a moron. You don't get it. You don't get to play the game anymore. Goodbye. So (laughs) 
Anyway, but yeah, it's I time. Only, I only said that because I really, I'm having a really hard time <clears throat> with this whole idea of what masculinity it's is. nonsense. It is nonsense. It really is. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I don't want to go too long and we've gone way too long, but guess yeah, what? We've got a short, point. we got a short song coming up. No, uh, all of us are, we're involved. But uh, yeah, The Heart, Bobber, thank you, Bobber, for this great uh, Valentine's Day song. Oh, The Heart. We're going to go ahead and listen to that right now. Hang tight. We'll be right back with the uh, some pictures for everybody in the chat room. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. 
I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. And uh, don't mind the leaks. They're getting their hoses looked at. Uh, so welcome back to the program. Well, actually, the, the hoses have been repaired, I believe. Yeah, the hoses. Well, here in Bob's house. Yeah, that's what I meant. I said D.C., where the where the hoses are being yeah. repaired. Yeah. yeah, the hoses are repaired. All right, very good. So yeah, welcome back. Uh, and Ray and Bob, you guys are uh, uh, Miles and Michelle will be filling in next Friday for the two of you. Um, you're you're taking a little road trip. You don't have to say anything about it. I just you know wanted to say I hope you guys have fun because I won't be talking well, to Bobber. We, I want to say it, but go ahead, Bob. Um, what are we doing next Friday? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, a good one, Valentine boy. God damn it! Uh, We're going, oh, going to. Um, god damn it! All right, go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> We're going to Carl Frisch's birthday party. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, I, be- I better see. put that on my calendar. Yeah. Wow, Bob. Uh huh. Every see, everything is good. Everything is good. This is relationships. Everything is awesome. It is when you're part of a team. Great when you're part of a team. Yeah, it's great when you're part of a team. Team. Uh, There's no I in team. Hey, team member. But there is a me, sort of. So yeah, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> there is. All right, all right. So uh, we're gonna me in team. All right. So are you guys ready? I teased this in art. Rain, of course. I know you are an art aficionado. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Susan found some priceless artwork in an antique store the other day, and uh, uh-uh. and and uh, I mean it is it is classy. It is very classy. I have the picture ready to go in the chat room. And, of course, as I already teased earlier, this is going to be our show art. So anybody listening to the podcast now is like, oh, I've already seen it. Okay. Uh, and and all the people who are listening to the podcast right now, uh, uh, you know, or started 
the podcast at the beginning and saw that artwork, they're all saying it's beautiful, it is classy, and timeless, and it's something I'd love to hang on the wall of my house. Quantifiable. It is, yeah, it, it could be, and it might be a little oratund if we know what that means. <laughs> it is timely, quantifiable, and oratund. Do you know what that means? No. No. Uh, so, <laughs> so here you go, everybody. Uh, it, feast your eyes on this. There's two two different uh, iterations of the artwork as well. As you can see, they are plaster clowns. Um, one of them, oh. uh, one yeah. of them has they're, they're climbing the wall, as you can see. <laughs> And one's pants are falling down, and the other one is taking its index finger and touching the yes. butt, touching the butt I of the other clown. Looks like it's consensual, for the most part. Are you sure? I don't know. It's all the ages here. But if you if you look at the, it, it, but I'm if you look at that sure picture, that's consensual. That looks like a Harvey Weinstein. So. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Joe, I just watched the first episode of uh, um, uh, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm from the latest season. Did you? Harvey, who invited you, you monster? (laughs) (laughs) And he looks like him, too. He does. He does. Yeah, Jeff. uh, Oh, God, what's his name? But anyway, yeah, so... And Adam says, "What? What on the butt? <laughs> so about the clown pictures? <laughs> like what? Got a finger in the butt? Got a finger on the, the butt of the butt, the butt of, uh, of jokes." Well, well, now here's the thing about this these, this this uh, installation here, Joe, is that it is two different uh, uh, wall hangings, right? So the there's the clown whose pants are falling down, whose chest is like firmly planted on the wall. And then mm-hmm. the other clown who's hanging off the wall with one arm kind of twisted around with his finger pointing. And that's the thing. They're separate pieces. You could position the second clown mm-hmm. wherever you wanted. You could have that finger <laughs> aimed wherever well, you, it's, you it's like. Yeah, that lower. You can get uh, a little stinky on his yeah. pinky. Yeah. Oh, dear God. Did you say stinky on his pinky? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I come to think of it, he's got my a glove goodness. on. He could be a doctor. He could, oh yeah. Oh my god! Turn your head and cough. See, he's turning his head. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's that's coughing. A, that's a prostate check. Sure, sure. No yeah, lumps, no bumps. Okay. Don't feel anything. You're good to go. Oh my god! But yeah, so Susan posted that on yep. her Facebook page, and and of course we have like one family member who's like. Oh my! Uh, those clowns are creepy, and it's like no shit. <laughs> and I, my comment on it was buy, buy both sets. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I'm serious. I I think I want to go see how much those are priced at. I I don't know if we can see the the price tags. It looks like they're on the bottom of the feet. I don't know if the picture is high quality yeah, enough. <clears throat> I don't know if it's quality high. enough. No, I don't know sad. if the the image is high quality enough to read the price, but I'm thinking he, the, the, he's the, I, knowing the place where she took the picture. They're probably like forty bucks for the set. That's my best bet. But seriously, I would love to have those. <laughs> what are those uh, two old heads hanging there? 
Uh, just Ma and Pa. I think. What but what are they? Are they they early like salt night salt and pepper shakers? No, or? those are wall hangings. They, these are all wall hangings on on this this. Who point. would who would hang those those two heads on their wall though? That's I don't know. Question. Wait a second, <laughs> Donald are Trump's you mother actually asked that and not ask who would hang the wall hangings of a guy pointing at a butt. <laughs> a, no 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 not a guy a clown. Uh, oh, okay. A clown. He's just pointing, pointing at another clown's butt. Arrange that. If you look lower, there's another set, and he's pointing at his elbow. Yeah. Joe, don't justify this. <laughs> I just pointing that out. It's the we're truth. Just I mean, the lower one is looking pointing for the, at the elbow. We're the looking for the yeah. Je- uh, oh, Jeff Garland. Uh, thank you, Kat. Jeff Garland plays uh, Larry's manager on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, who invited you, you monster? <laughs> you mon- it's my party. <laughs> and you notice, and you notice in the episode, he was he was with a uh, a walker. Did you notice that, Jeff? Uh, <laughs> I have to watch this now. I, I didn't see that. Jeff had a walker. Did yes. he? I thought he did. I don't remember I that. I heard he did. I didn't see it, but I think I heard. It. I don't. I, I don't remember the Walker it. thing. I'll have to rewatch it. So, all I gotta say is, uh, be careful <laughs> when I you pa- just be ca- careful when you powder, gentlemen. That's all I'll say. Um, so he had he had a scruffy beard. That's why <laughs> he looked. They made him. They made him look like Jeff. They did make him a little bit like that. So, uh, but anyway, uh, and I, I'm so glad JB Smoove is back. By the way, so, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but no, JB Smoove. He was on for the like the last. I I forget how many seasons he's been on. It, it, like four or five of the. Uh, Seasons and of course he's in uh, for all you comic nerds out there he's in uh, been in the last couple Spider Man movies as well as a teacher or something but anyway all right so uh, one last picture I'll show you guys do you want another picture or do you want to keep talking about the clown picture I think that that clown picture is so masculine. Because it's one clown man, Mr. Man, Mr. Clown Man, pointing at other Mr. Clown Man. I think it really is. It's masculine. Touching the butt, touching the elbow. Touching of the butt. I enjoy it. So. Yes. Uh, (laughs) They do that in England. There's every year. The royal family does the touching of the butt. Oh, the touching of the butt, rather. Um, <laughs> well, uh, just so uh, since you brought up England, uh, Joe, you've uh, <laughs> you've uh, inspired me for the next picture we're gonna have uh, for everybody to look at. This was one of I bought these for Susan, but I kind of bought them for myself because I really wanted to try them. And Rain and Bob, you'll appreciate this because. You love, you know, going to France and and having weird little, you know, easy to grab snacks over there, especially the meat vending machine. But (laughs) I got today, I bought a box of wine gums. It's British candy. There's the picture. Wine gums. Wine gums are kind of like, 
juju uh, or juji fruits or juju bees, kind of that that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But they actually taste good. <laughs> they they taste. They actually use real fruit juice in them. I don't know why they're called wine gums. Maybe because they use fruit juice. Whatever. They're not alcoholic or anything like that. Um, but they're fruit flavored chewy candies that have the consistency of you know kind of a a thicker gumdrop kind of feel like like i said like with you know um juji fruits or something like that but the flavors actually taste like fruit <laughs> you know it's not like you know you eat a handful or and then you get a chemical aftertaste uh you know these i was just you know eating one at a time and it was like oh my god you the flavor of them was totally popping so i watched a youtube video a while ago i think uh, joe i think it might have been Rhett and link and uh-huh. they had people from britain bring them british snacks and yeah, i saw yeah, yeah, yeah. and i saw the wine gums on it and i was like i want to try wine gums and i went into the candy store today to buy susan something for valentine's day and uh i saw a box of wine gums it was a little pricey it was like seven bucks for the box um but i grabbed them i recommend them if you like fruit candy if you like a chewy fruit candy or a gummy or swedish fish or something like that try wine gums if you can they're so good so good so anyway there you go so good can you make Sagan, Mister Man? I've had, I've had the, the champagne gummy bears before. Oh, I've never had those. Those are, you know, they, they taste like gummy bears. They don't really taste like champagne. Well, what about Jello shots? Well, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Jello. Hello. Uh, but uh, those <laughs> jelly beans, the jelly bellies, they taste pretty close to what they're supposed to be too. Yeah, but jelly belly isn't that? Isn't that? Don't they have some kind of ugly right wing bullshit going on with them? I have no idea. I, I, I think they do. I did not know that. I think they do. I think there's some ugly right wing uh, or homophobic something, something that's prevented me from buying them. They were like you know, kind of like around the same time as Chick Fil A. Something came out about them, and I was like, oh, fuck God off. Damn it. Don't take my jelly bellies away from me and my family. Mm. I just, I, that's an easy gift. I do love jelly bellies. Uh, we, we, Susan and I often like to do the, the recipes. You know, it's fun. But seriously, try wine gums. They're great. Um, uh, I'm assuming you can probably find them on Amazon. I don't know. Um, and let me see. I might have one last picture to share. Uh, I probably don't. No, I don't think I do. Unless, do you guys want to see the snow on the trees? Uh, from, uh, yesterday? You had snow up there? We did have snow, and, uh, we, Susan and I went outside, and we were like, ooh, look at the snow on the trees. It's so pretty. And, um, and yeah, and I took a picture of it, so... If you'd like to see it, I can send it to you. Well, I'll put it in the chat room. Uh, I just get a... Eh? Eh, send it. Eh, send it. I did, <laughs> literally, eh, send it. Eh, forget here, about here, it. Here, literally, it's it's just been freaking either warm or cold, and we, we have not had any snow. 
Nope. I think we had one dusting, but it wasn't really enough to even count. It's been ridiculous. Oh, I know the picture I forgot about. Joe, Space Force. Sp- oh, the- <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, it's yeah, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, I-, I found that everybody, just so you know, Space Force is real. And you need to take heed because you can now find their most valuable achievement in dollar generals across this nation. All right. Yeah. So, by the way, you uh, could buy Norfolk Manor wine gums on Amazon.com for $7.99. Damn, that's more than I paid. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so this is five, five new from seven ninety nine used. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can get, you can get pre-chewed, pre-chewed wine gums. Pre-chewed wine gums. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah. all right. So everybody, just so you know, Space Force is real. I've, uh, I've curated, this is an actual photograph I've taken of my, uh, taken myself to prove Space Force is real and their greatest, greatest accomplishment or great-ish accomplishment <laughs> is now available at Dollar General around the country. So there you go. Uh, yes, that is the no. uh, the Space Force Flash Blaster. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not, not the Ass Blaster. That is the no. human thumb <laughs> holding it up, right? That is my human thumb holding it up. A human thumb. By the way, yeah. nice nice grooming on the, the nails. Oh, thank you. Way. Thank you. Yeah, uh, my yeah, cuticles are a little rough because it's, you know, the weather. Eh, my, mine are a mess. But, Gloves. Uh, but nice, nice rounded uh, nails. You know, no oh, thank you. Thank you. Wow, very nice. That's the best Valentine be ever, Joe. I'd be proud of those. I'd I'd be proud of those. They look very masculine. Oh, okay. oh well. Yeah. This Valentine's Day just keeps getting better and better. They're just second. manly. Those are manly nails. Thank you, thank you. I, I would, I would like to see my thumb. Not, not, as, not as manly as Trump's nails, but you know, they're, well, they're pretty manly. They're I'd like bigger. to. I, I would put Trump's my, <laughs> I'd put my thumb on stage next to Donald Trump. And I'd like to see who thinks what you know what is more masculine. So. <laughs> I can tell you right now, but I, I'm just saying by the size, of your, so. <laughs> by the size of your thumb, yeah, holding that up, that's not a very big gun. You are correct. It is not a very not big much, gun. The, the, it's not much bigger than your thumb. No, it's just a, it's it's just a little tip top gun. Tip top. Yeah. Okay. Like so. it's, sometimes you say tippy top. Sometimes, some you know, sometimes tip, tip top. top shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. Yeah, I see. That's made in China. Is our space force made in China? Probably. Oh, sounds okay. sounds about right. You know, actually, the firm that makes all of our products in China um, for Space Force, the name of it is uh, Bing Bing Bong and Dat. Yeah, that's the firm that creates. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bing, bing, bong, bong and the United States. Yeah, well, you know, and God bless God it. bless the United States. All right. I, we really got to start wrapping things up, but I hope everybody enjoys the... I, I know, Bobber, you had a comment about the uh, the trigger action on that. <laughs> I forgot what, what that... Uh, hold on, let me scroll back. Uh, uh, well, I think you said Trump was easily... 
Oh, he was easily triggered. Yeah, so trigger action is appropriate. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there you go. But Rain, what do you think? Do you want me to pick you up a Space Force blaster? Uh, flash blaster with eight space <laughs> with eight space sounds. Ah, I'm gonna go with no. I would rather you buy me some space pants. Space pants. <laughs> Great, Peter Dinklage, and oh God, what's her name? Uh, from uh, no doubt, Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Yeah, SNL sketch. Just give me some space pants. Space, space pants. pants. Yeah, that was great. So, uh, anyway, um, all right. So there you go. Uh, pre- yeah, it was prescient. It was prescient. Uh, but yeah, Dollar General is the, our first. They're they're the first watch from the impending assault from space. No, you're not buying it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, Are you uh, talking to me? Just anybody, anybody in general. Uh, I, I, you know, yeah. Space Force and Dollar General. You know, no, are a- no, I'm not buying it. They will stave off the alien overlords. <laughs> pew 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> just push the pull like the trigger, bing, and then it goes bing bing bong and that. Yeah, and how many casual? <laughs> how many alien casualties are there, Rudy? Zero. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Space uh, pants. <laughs> space pants. Uh, all right, all right. Let's go uh, wrap things up right now. I'm going to go spend the rest of Valentine's Day with the Sues. So, uh, Joe, why don't you go first tonight? Well, here's a sports thing. Sports. You know, this Sunday is the Daytona five Daytona five hundred or car race. I think I like the Daytona five hundred. Do you? Is, is that like a I staycation? Like Daytona 500 would be way better than the Daytona 500. I'll tell you what. My next Please vacation continue. My next vacation is going to be called not staycation, but the Daytona 500. <laughs> but go okay. ahead, Joe. Well, the Daytona 500 is the Daytona 500 this, this Sunday, and there'll be a special guest who's going to literally take a victory lap. Guess who? Dan Haggerty. Dan Haggerty is it is coughing. No. Uh, President Donald Trump really is going to the Daytona five hundred. Oh dear God. And he is going to have them drive his limousine, known as the Beast, around the track in is a victory lap. For real? Oh yeah. I hope that's the audio yep. from it. <laughs> yep. They're going to do this. Now, past presidents have done this, but none of them have had them drive them around. Uh, is, oh, God. He's not even going to drive himself? No, he's going to have them dr- here. Yeah. The, uh, the uh, link the, is what? there. They're, they're gonna, he's going to have them. Oh, drive. my God. It's so masculine that it's so masculine that he's having somebody else drive him. Oh my god! Yes. Wow. He's going to drive him around the track. Has anybody ever seen him behind the wheel of a vehicle other than sitting in the in the tractor trailer going (laughs) vroom vroom? 
<laughs> yeah, behind a uh, a golf cart. <sighs> oh, that doesn't count. I, we got people on mobility scooters who drive down the street to go to you know the the discount store up the road. So, well, anyway, um, <clears throat> you might want to skip the Daytona 500 this this Sunday, or at least wow. the beginning. I Kenny is going to be really disappointed about this because. I know he was sure, planning a whole Sunday around this. Oh, oh no, that wasn't the thing. And that's one to grow on. Could you imagine watching him drive around? Sorry. Uh, I would love it if he'd take the wheel and, you know. Could you imagine him driving? Just just go over the top of the... the, No, I can't. That's the thing. I cannot imagine him driving. This is going to be, I mean, oh, well. I mean... He's going to take a literal victory lap. So, no, somebody is going to drive him in a, or, or perceived victory. Oh, God. Right. Yes. But Obama, he was a big pussy because he played basketball and got sweaty and had muscles. I'm and, sorry. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that and, word, but yes, I just... Because uh, I'm making it... And moved up and down the court and stuff. Yeah. I'm like sorry. With his own legs. He, he actually, you know, he didn't play basketball with a golf cart, you know. Oh, what? Well, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. You sure about that? Oh, pretty sure. Pretty sure. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Rand. I shouldn't have said that, but it, it just makes me so That's mad fine. that this it's is fine. even. No, I. It's just it, you know that that you know this is even something we have to talk about, and it's like so dumb because largely because it's so easily disproven that Trump is some kind of like rugged individual. I won't even say masculine, feminine, whatever that he's some kind of like really, you know, Oh, he's a strong individual who can do things for himself. And you know, whatever is somebody's perceived conception of masculinity or whatever. It's just so dumb because this guy is one of the most pampered individuals in the world. And, you know, it doesn't come with, you know, you're a spoiled brat. That doesn't have a gender. You can be a, a girl or a boy or whatever. Spoiled brat. That's what he is. There's nothing redeemable or quantifiable or oratund. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. But anyway, uh, uh, but Rain, give your parting shot. Uh, no, I would like to pass this on to Bob. Okay, Bobber, go ahead. Uh, I was happy to, to hear that uh, the Senate actually had, has uh, tried to curtail Trump's uh, war powers. Uh, they passed a bill saying that uh, he, you know, to do that effect, just and uh, Trump's probably going to veto it, which means it's really just a futile gesture. But I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's good that at least some 
uh, Republican senators crossed the aisle and uh, voted on it. I think it's good that finally Mitch McConnell let something come to the fore for a vote. Well, uh, I just couldn't hide in my shell all day. <laughs> just <clears throat> they might, maybe they bribed him with some some of the good lettuce. Oh, is that oh, good lettuce? Is that iceberg? Is that Kentucky iceberg? I'm smelling. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Rain, you got anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, I just want to. Um, I can't. I, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to make this really clear, but I find it very interesting that we have to um, clarify what masculinity is, and and women are literally left with "you're a feminist." Yeah, that's a great point. And I don't, I really love the discussion that we had tonight on this show. Yeah. I do. I mean that with all my heart, but yeah, feminist. It, Nobody's yeah. discussing what feminism, you know. <sighs> well, people, Republicans will lie about it. Yeah. Yeah, they will. And to me, that that just, we have so much, we have so much more to do when it comes to, like, discussing feminism and masculinity. masculinity? Yeah, you got it. (laughs) But we don't talk about femininity. Uh Uh-huh. Just... It pisses me off. Oh well, yeah, it's it's it just does. A, it pisses me off. I mean, we're just talking about a superficial bit of nonsense here. And again, it was Ben Ferguson and other Republicans trying to cover up Russia's homophobia for like what he's really saying is that Trump's more masculine because he's straight. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, well, fuck that. That's dumb. That is the dumbest fucking argument. If you're straight or not straight or gay or not gay or let me just, let me just say I this. Let me, this. Let me just ask the question right now. If so, I guess maybe maybe you might be basing. You know, if you're a conservative and you're listening right now, maybe you're saying that men, uh, you know, a man, a straight man, has My more man, has mo- a straight man. <laughs> Has has more you know uh, masculinity or or maybe testosterone to get him to that higher masculinity level. Well, you know what? If a straight man is in a relationship with uh, a, a straight woman, don't you think that estrogen is going to kind of maybe nibble away here and there at his testosterone? Whereas a gay man is in a relationship with another man, and it's all testosterone just meshing yeah so you know what i think maybe gay men are more masculine because they have more testosterone in their relationship sorry to break it to you or maybe women are more confident because they don't care about that stuff yeah or maybe no rational human being cares about that shit you just love who you love and you don't fucking care and you're not like a snickering little schoolboy bully he, 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 he's kissing his husband 
I seriously was so fucking nice to Rush Limbaugh when I found out he had cancer. But now at this point, I, I I'm kind of I'm kind of taking it all back. Rest in peace, Rush. Rest in peace. I'll um, take masculinity for five hundred. Yeah, yeah. He was president of the United States and had man boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Who is Uh Donald Trump? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, there we go. All right, we've run way over. It's Valent. The the bottom line is that my parting shot is I do not care about your masculinity. Who cares about that? I don't care about it. Nobody does. The same way that men never cared about my femininity. Well, Sorry, it, I can't it, say that no, word it's, right. No, it's okay. Uh, like, but the I thing can't is, say the word draw right either. Well, it's kind of like, you know, how we, we joke around if, like, my voice cracks on the show or, you know, I, I yeah. do this. I do You know, I play that. It doesn't We're matter. It's a safe place here. It's We're in a safe dumb. Place here. It's so dumb. It's like, well, you know, it, talking about somebody's masculin- masculinity or femininity... I'm having the same problems as you, right? Um, but you know, uh, I mean, it's Would like talking. It's like it's like talking about their shoes. It's like talking about their shoes. It's dumb. Yeah, but we. What I care more about, more than anything else, is getting the ERA passed. I want oh, women absolutely. to be treated as equals to men. I agree, uh, and you know, and we need we need to make it happen. You know, so good people in government—that's like, what we need. That that was my like. No, that's okay. Mary. That's all right. Well, I'll tell you what—that's a good. Uh, ha- you know, in Valentine's Day, everybody should be equal as well. Treat every day like it's Valentine's Day, and don't be a Trump cultist. Don't be a butthole. Be nice to people, you jerk. Or else, you know, well, I'm not saying you're a jerk, but be nice people or you're a jerk if you aren't. That's what I'm saying. All right. I'm going to eat some Pop Rocks and then end the show. Here we go. More Pop Rocks going in the hole. Cramming it down my throat. Fire in the hole. Fire in the hole. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Too much. Too many. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Oh, here we go. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Woo! Happy Valentine's Day. Period.